mom tell you a story about a woman I know. I come loving, she steals the show. She ain't exactly pretty, ain't exactly small. Four, two, third, nine, fifty-six. You can see she got it
Tri-State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Rock climbing. Why would anybody go climb a rock? Man, things are changing. I remember when men were men and women were gals, and we called coloreds coloreds. You know, I never much cared for Jews, queers, or fucking Eskimos, but that's just the way I was brought up. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, that, that that's about it. Yeah, I, I, no, we don't live in those times anymore. Good morning, a mon- uh, good Monday morning. God, you think I'd never broadcast before. Good Monday morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. What a weekend it was. First of all, I just want to say uh, thank you to the most wonderful person I know for the last three years, Braddy Kidd. Uh, and I celebrated our third-year anniversary yesterday. Well, we celebrated Saturday by going to Atoka, Oklahoma, to Reba McIntyre's restaurant because somebody in the house whose name is not Arnie is a huge Reba McIntyre fan. Now, I don't mind Reba. I think she's a good singer. But, but, but real quick, what kind of establishment in Atoka, Oklahoma, Atoka, Oklahoma, needs a lunch menu and then a dinner menu? No, come on. I wanted a big, fat fucking ribeye. Nope, got the breakfast menu. Bastards. Chicken fried steak, not too bad. I got a burger, terrible. But anyway, happy anniversary to Braddy Kid. And the first story, it, it kind of revolves around Braddy Kid, and we'll get to it here in a little bit. Because first things first, I, I, I don't know if he's here yet, but man, oh, man. It's T-shirt time? It's 12 kind of T-shirts on. Wow. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt wow, time. there he is. Okay, I see it's him. It's T-shirt time. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows it's T-shirt time. Oh, wow. So nice. T-shirt wow. Time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Oh. Shut up now. You shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they shut put their up. T-shirts on. Today's T-shirt, spectacular. Razor Ramon saying bad guys last forever. Black, pink, awesome. But, but the show stopper. The, the money shot uh, uh, of it all. Oh, my God. I have my official hats for the football season that starts in five days. Oh, the hats are glorious. Five days, people. Five days. Final score, Texas 78. Rice, negative six. So excited, mainly for the fact that this weekend my Rangers also told me, "Hey, Arnie, we glad we're glad we entertained you through most of the summer, but we're just gonna go ahead and shit the bed proverbially and not be in first place anymore to take your playoff and World Series dreams and put them right in the crapper." It's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm upset by it. I'm upset, but I know that in five days. Daryl K. Royal Memorial Stadium will be rocking. I'll be outfitted. I still don't know what the menu is that day. We might have owl wings. I don't know. But what I do know is I will be wearing one of the two most kick-ass hats that I own. The A with the longhorn going through for the, a, for the, for the line. 
Amazing. Spectacular. Stupendous. People are going to stop me on the streets for these, and they're going to be like, where can I get one of those? I'm going to go, does your name start with an A? Well, no, it doesn't. Then fuck off. That's what I'm going to tell them. And it's going to go great alongside this first story before I say hello and good morning to everybody. Don't worry, I'm going to say hello to everyone this morning. University of Texas last week, and this was also part of my, my anniversary weekend was I found out about this. Um, head football coach Steve Sarkazian, he told his team this year, look, you're leaving the Big 12, they're mad at you, they're not going to give you the call, so this year, embrace the hate. That's a phrase that gets me hard. Oh, you know how much I love hate. Oh, hate is one of the greatest things out there. Hate gets you going, people. I mean. And hate is a hell of a motivator. Thank you, Jim Cornette. So they decided to uh, call this season. Some They always have a, a, a funny name for the season. Last year was all, all gas, no brakes until we hit the brakes a lot. But this year, it's Embrace the Hate, which I love. So much, and the student body loved it. So they wrote to the athletic director. They tweeted him, Chris Del Conte. They said, we need this emblazoned on a T-shirt. And he says, pick it up what you're putting down. I saw that, and I was like, oh, well, I got to make a call to Rhino. But I can't make the call to Rhino because he is cascaded with too much business. Hallelujah. He and his Donald Trump shirts are selling out all over the world at 4T5Printing.com, who, by the way, sponsor T-shirt time. Uh, Braddy Kid went ahead and ordered me one of these, and this was one of my anniversary gifts. The Embrace the Hate T-shirt. It's a burn orange shirt. Embrace the Hate. Hopefully I get it by Friday. But I am, and, and people are out of their minds. This is what people are saying. Sarkazian says, we're the University of Texas. Nobody likes us. That's okay. We embrace the hate. We'll be ready to rock and roll Saturday at 2.30. Well, I just finished. Um, some person wrote, I'm guessing this is sports-related, but anyone not on that, it appears to be a white supremacist message. Really? really? With a steer head on it? Really? Somebody's that fucking dumb. Well, that it, well, there are people that don't. Now, what in the no black people work here hell is this? Come on, UT. You're the flagship University of Texas. Let's do better. Not good, y'all. As a triple UT alum, probably majored in sucking dick. I am not proud of this. Fuck off. Fuck off. Let the football team have some fucking fun. Oh, I'm going to proudly wear my Embrace the Hate shirt. And I bet, bet, if you ask nicely to my main man, Rhino, and Jamie, 4T5Printing.com, they can make you a shirt that says Embrace the Hate, too. You don't even have to get a Longhorn logo on there. You can get whatever team logo you got. I should get one for the Cowboys because I know I got to talk about the Cowboys here in just a second. But first things first, let's finally... Finally, get to some damn good mornings. First one here, Hockey Guy. Hockey Player 88 says, Happy Monday, ass family. We're right back at you, my friend. I hope that you and your family are doing well. 
Loosh, good morning to you, my friend. He says, morning, ass family. Mage! Hey! Konnichiwa, uh, bud! What's up? Oh, uh, shit. How's it going? Domo arigato! Round here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Damn right we do. Mage, good morning to you, my friend. He says, good morning, ass. And AIG, thank you for taking Trey Lance from us. I'll get to it. Trey Lance, third-string quarterback for the Niners. Traded to the Cowboys. Like I said, I promise I'll get to it. I got to talk about the AEW pay-per-view. That was yesterday. That was fucking fucking four hours yesterday. Oh, my little Roy toy. What is it about good sex that makes me have to crap? Roy says, morning, ass family. Congrats to the Cowboys on their new quarterback. Yes, thank you so very much for that. I was I was looking forward to the congratulations on that. Oh, I love trash. Good morning, Trash Panty says, oh, shit, here we go again. Good morning, ass family. Let's go. Yes, let's go. Rev. <laughs> All right. Okay, Rev. Good morning. He says, good morning, ass family. Is Rhino around from the T-shirt company? I believe, yes, indeed, he actually is. Oh, my lucky stars. There's the superstar, the one and only bratty kid. You're a, you, uh, you're such a bad person. I am not. I'm a good person. I got you jewelry, a card, flowers. Took you to Oklahoma. Boy. It's like I'd step back in a time machine. It was like 1968 in Oklahoma. Gorgeous. Just gorgeous. <laughs> oh, I love picking on that state because I'm hoping Arise is listening right now. I can only hope, though. Uh, let's see. Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. This is good morning, ass family. I like to butt fuck fine yeah. ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. V Coops is start of a four-day work week. Nice. House of Pain, good morning to you, my friend. Hope you're doing well. Must be nice. It's a full week for me. I start Sunday nights, LOL. Uh, House of Pain says, Arnie, please explain the Trey Lance deal. Uh, is Dak on the hot seat, or is he suring? Like I said, I'll get to it. I promise. Had a chance to check out the Mikey podcast. Very impressed and more importantly, really enjoyed the first three shows I listened to. Definitely will be listening more often. Yeah, I was on with Mikey on the Mikey podcast on Friday night. I tell you what, that hour goes by way too fast. I have way too much fun on that show. And, and making Mikey laugh and, and, and getting him to, like, you know, know that I've gone too far, that is my favorite part. So I, I, I'm looking, and we, we're, we're starting to talk about maybe doing a little bit more often, so I'll let you know. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Hey, Battleborn says good morning, ass family, and boo, Monday, yes, indeed. Derek! Becca! Derek, good morning. Good good morning, pawpaw. If I, almost, not quite there yet, but you, you know what I mean. Hey, yo! Hey, gold says boo, Monday. We shall get through it. Lots going on. R.I.P. Bob Barker. Lance is a cowboy. It shows how they feel about Lance. Wouldn't trade him someone they thought would be good in NFC rival. Good luck with Lance in Dallas. Yeah, thank you so much for that, Gold. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Good 
Good morning, Ask Family. This is the good Darren. There's only one right way to start your week. Great job on Friday, Dr. States. Well, thank you. Shitter was full. Mad Hatter, good morning to you, my friend. Dak just needs to go away. Hell, we'll take him in Detroit. He'd be an upgrade from that one-third string backup we have now, that little white boy. Wait, you don't like Jared Goff? Come on, people are saying the Lions are going to the playoffs this year. People love him up there. At least that's what I thought. I mean... Oh, Stinkfist says, good morning, ass. Here's what happened to the Cowboys. Dak gets hurt. Trey Lance comes in, plays like Trey Lance, gets benched. Cooper Rush leads the team to the playoffs. Dak comes back just in time to blow the first game of the playoffs. No. No, it's not bad. Not bad. Not bad, Stinkfist. I've got a handle on this. So, Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Ah, ahoy, shitbird. Ca, ca. Rhino, there is the t-shirt guy. Hey, now. It's t-shirt time? Yeah, we already did that. Amazing shirts. Morning, assholes. What a week. Thank you all. Anyone waiting on a shipment, I'm on it this morning, and you will receive your tracking number today. Busy, busy man. Uh, let's see, happy anniversary. Isn't In Oklahoma, isn't it called Supper? Yeah, I, I don't know what it's called. It, it, it's probably called, you know, d- 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 don't sleep with your sister again. That's what it's called. Christopher! You fucking whore. Fuck you. Yeah, that's it. Go home. Get my dinner ready. Christopher! Bravo, bravo. Congratulations, Braddy Kid and Ari. Well, thank you, Christopher. I do appreciate that. Oh, the maker of the greatest hats I've ever seen. Jamie is in the house. Says, good morning, congratulations, and happy anniversary, Brady Kid Narnie. I'm excited about it, Gold. I think he could be a good fit. I'm going to have to correct you. You all know Dak can't do it, but he's pretty good at play calling. The last preseason game made me want the boys to try to keep uh, Greer. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll speak on this. I, y- you know I will. I don't know how to put this. Triple T! But I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Triple T says, good morning, family. Ask. Triple T, I got to ask you, as an Angels fan, are you really bummed that they didn't trade Ohani? Because he's never going to be. This is the second time he's had Tommy John surgery. I hope the eight, look, for, for my friend's sake, for my friend Triple T's sake, who's a huge Angels fan. I don't know why, but whatever. Um, I hope the Angels let him go in the free agent market because this guy, this guy is damaged goods. Shohani Otani, stop comparing him right this second to fucking Babe Ruth. You know who didn't have two Tommy John surgeries? Babe Ruth. Buenos dias, soccer. God damn you, 49er fans, piss me off. Buenos dias, Familia. <laughs> wow, did the Cowboys win the lottery this weekend? Huh? Yeah, oh, totally. Cowboys girl, he might. His accuracy is bad, and he's not up to date on NFL speed yet, but needs some time, but won't be this year. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, I, I, look, I'm going to get to it. I promise I, I, I have to get through all the good mornings. We have a lot of people here. Good morning to you, safety guy. Uh, thank you, brother, Rhino. Maybe the Rangers would be in contention if they hadn't lost to the A's. Don't even get me started on the fucking Rangers. Uh, when you say stupendous, it feels like I'm listening to Jim Rome. Stupendous.
That is incredible. I am Jim Rome. I like to speak in staccato talk. Why? Because I'm five foot one, tremendously tall. Welcome to the jungle. Uh, Rangers lost to the A's. Ouch. That was a couple weeks ago. Yes, we still have Cooper Rush. He played better than Dak last season. They'll work with Lance, and hopefully it'll be good for us. Uh, but Rhino says, bullshit, I may be too busy. Oh, hey, 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 I know that you're not. She ordered the shirt, which is fine. But, oh, you, hey, hey Rhino, you still got work to do. Uh, Abdullah Butcher, big middle finger. Now, 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 now the big middle finger one. When he says, I'm from Texas underneath it, I need that in burnt orange, please. Uh, Devon, oh, 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 and the Abdullah the Butcher one with uh, Bruiser Brody. I, I think that would be a legendary shirt. Uh, by the way, I'm going to be wearing one of my many legendary wrestling shirts that I got from 14 This Friday night, it's an evening with Kevin Von Erich, the only remaining Von Erich brother. And it, it, he's going to be doing a, 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 like, a, like a show, like a one-man show, talking about the old days of wrestling. I will be there. Can't wait. I still don't know what shirt I'm wearing. Am I going to wear a Sportatorium shirt? Am I going to wear a Freebird shirt? Am I going to wear a Von Erich shirt? I don't know. I don't know. I will be wearing one of my new Longhorn hats. That I do know. Uh, Kale says, uh, Rhino, did you get my message about the bar the other day? V. Coop says, does it have the word embrace with somebody hugging? Uh, Let's see. Uh, You're out. Oh, you're out. I love you. You're out at, you know, we got to send some good vibes some people's way. Braddy Kid's not feeling good, so please send her some good vibes. And you're out, had a rough weekend. Please. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has I a am. tremendous memory. I mm-hmm. do. And really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. You're out, had a tough weekend this weekend, and uh, she needs all the good vibes and all the good feelings that you can send her. So please. Please do that. Oh, my gosh. You know I don't speak Spanish. Hangtown Gin. So, Xavier's moved to Oklahoma. He's been there two weeks and already bought himself a cowboy boots. I asked him if he got a deep-seated rivalry with Texas burning in his soul. He said, not yet. Good. Good. Keep it that way. You don't want that Oklahoma shit getting in your damn blood veins. Uh, let's see. No, I didn't. Kale, got your rev. Sorry all morning. Uh, uh. Monitoring the chats much. Busy working, and unfortunately, it's bill pay, day, bill pay day, so I have my face and notebooks and screen. Uh, the number, Sawyer, oh, Sawyer's dad's in the house. Look at this. Man, oh, man, we're getting everybody. This is the Coupe de Gras. Good morning, Arnie and y'all. Yep. Uh-huh. Let's see if the Niners get a... Uh, a Wrapped a foot with the pick they got for Trey Lance. They'd come out the better choice. Yeah, they missed out on a great opportunity. They kept him because uh, at the time they were four or five back, now 11 back, dumbasses. Well, and the fact that, that goddamn, he wants too goddamn much money, and, and the Angels wanted too much for him. The, the Angels wanted, the Rangers were about to pull the trade for Shohati, and I was against it because they wanted. Uh, Jack Leiter, they wanted another first-tier pitcher, and all of our first guys, we we're like, no, we can't do it. We just, we, we, we can't do it. What uh, text me that, Arnie. Uh, oh, I will. Wait, what do you want me to text you, Rhino? Uh, Trey from a team as a third-string quarterback, just to be third-string. Jerry Jones wants the 49ers playbook. 
Just don't wear a shirt with a list of dead Von Erichs. Well, that would be just a list of Von Erichs. Delta has his first football game this season, his first play of the game. As a nose guard, he broke the O-line and sacked the quarterback. His team won 42-6. to That a boy, Delta. Hopefully you got some racial slurs in there, too. I mean, I mean probably not. That's not I take that back. Erase that. Delta, don't listen to me. Uh, let's see. I don't get the Oklahoma shit in your veins. That state must be like an STD. Uh, the shirts that you wanted first. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Do I still have the pictures? Let's see. Hold on. I got this one. Wait, hold on. There we go. Let's see. Just doing my thing here. Nothing to see here. Sorry. No dead air. Don't worry about it. Don't check your things. I was just sending a text. I did it, though. So his team and junior uh, beat Bradshaw Christian 39 nothing. put him in scrimmage before the half. Sawyer sacked the quarterback twice. Nice. That is fantastic. I like that. I like these aggressive kids that are growing up in the Az family. I love it a lot. Oski. The wiener's the size of a Tic Tac. That's why you want breastball so good. Mm-hmm. Ogre says, so a very proud dad moment this weekend. First, my son was doing the John, Chana's, John Cena. I, I say Chena because of Santino Morales theme song. Because they do it at school. I stopped everything, pulled the phone, showed him some videos of Stone Cold. The fixed gaze that the boy had was priceless, and he loved seeing stunner after stunner. Second, he got his first compression shorts and cup this weekend and felt so big about it. We had fun throwing the ball at him and feeling nothing. Oh, gosh. Jamie just yelled, let the man work. This is what I do. I, I Look, I, I have 80 things going on at once on here, but I appreciate that. Uh, Ralphie. Like a pink nightmare. Good morning to you. All right, so let's 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 break this fucking trade down. All right. First of all, I don't understand it. Not one cockamamie bit about it. Why? Here's my question, and I know that Niner fans are loving this. Hey, Niner fans, y'all need to look in the mirror. Y'all pulled a Jamarcus Russell. Maybe not quite as bad as Jamarcus Russell, but you went from the third overall pick. Your team had the third overall pick, and you said, hmm, who do we want? Boy, we can get anybody we want except the top two guys because those guys are going to be gone because we have number three. And you took a quarterback. who goes to a Division I AA school. I don't know, Division II. I don't know what it is. It's not Division I. Okay? Now, the Eagles had done this a few years before with the same school, North Dakota State University. Now, North Dakota State University plays a good brand of football for Division I AA or Division II. And by no means could they ever challenge a Power 5 school. They would get run out of the gym. Period. End of story. But for some reason, 
people have been watching this little school that could. The little school that could. And they got Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz, his, 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 his rookie season with the Eagles was amazing. Led him to the playoffs. And then playoffs? I got to get that drop in there. Let him do the playoffs. And then he gets hurt in L.A. Blew out his knee. Now, the Eagles were a good team. They were a very good team that year, and it pains me to say that because that's the year they won the Super Bowl. Finally joining every other team in the NFC East winning a Super Bowl. About time, Philly. Bunch of dirtbags. <clears throat> Carson Wentz got benched. Well, he didn't get benched. He was hurt. Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. Lo and behold, the next season, there's a quarterback controversy. They're like, well, you know, Nick Foles won the last three games. Don't worry about those other games early. And basically moved on from Carson Wentz. Now, is Carson Wentz a good example? I don't know. But the one example that I keep having is that here's a kid who played 1AA football. And I'm not saying that quarterbacks from 1AA can't make it in the NFL. I'm just saying that Carson Wentz and Trey Lance can't. Trey Lance then does his thing up there, and the 49ers just go, hey, wait a second. You know, they found some lightning in a little bottle up there, so maybe, just maybe, we could go up there and do that too. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and Uh, I'll add that officially makes another correct prediction I had for this year. I don't remember what that was. And we got rid of our Jamarcus Russell, yeah. When I saw the headlines this week and immediately, I thought I was going to be some cursing and throwing from the direction of Rockwall, Texas. It was more confused. Uh, Stinkfist says, we basically traded three first-rounders for a third-rounder. Niners could have stayed at, at put at 12, and you know who was drafted number 12? That's right, Mika Parsons. I'll tell you this right now. If the Niners, uh, by the way, Alicia, good morning. I'm sorry. Uh, morning, ass family. Just got off work, and it's finally my weekend. Got a nice commute back home, but at least I got asked to keep me entertained and not fall asleep. Wake up! Honk, honk. There you go. They'll keep you up. Uh, if the Niners would have gotten Mika Parsons, the Niners would, would be reminiscent of the 85 Bears. Their defense is solid. I, look, look, I hate the 49ers organization, obviously, but I'm not an idiot. I'm not stupid. They're a good team. I hate the I hate the Browns, but the Browns suck. Niners I hate because, well, they're a good team. It's like Alabama. I hate Alabama, but I can't say they suck. I can say they suck, but I know they don't. So the Niners trade their biggest draft bust in history. I'm just telling you right now, Niner fans, y'all need to be worried about that. Y'all need to be worried about that front office. Because you traded him for a fourth-round pick? Ugh. What if games are fun and those three picks were three years ago and went deep into the playoffs those three years? Those picks don't hurt that much. No. <laughs> At least to stay awake thinking of ways to pummel Bree Larson. Oh, that cunt. Every time I see her now, Alicia, you'll be so happy to hear this. Every time I see Brie Larson on TV, I just go, that fucking cunt. Because I know how much you hate her. 
All right. So yeah, the the trade, I just I, I don't get. I, I I really don't. I mean, here here here's my take on it. Why did we draft Dak 2.0? Haven't we learned that 2.0s are bad? We already have a black quarterback from a small school who likes to throw interceptions. So now we've taken a black quarterback from an even smaller school that likes to throw interceptions. Huh? I I, I just... I, 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 I don't get it. I, uh, Jerry Jones is losing his fucking mind. Jerry Jones is like the fucking Joe Biden of the NFL. He's fucking unfit for service. I swear to God. It's, it's, it's so maddening to be a Cowboys fan. Douglas! Screw your freedom. But once again, I don't care because in five days the rice owls will be taking their little candy asses into daryl k royal memorial stadium 2 30 central standard time 12 30 on the west coast if you want to watch it and you want to see uh, gleams of happiness this is the happiest i'll probably be all year is after like the seventh touchdown in the first quarter there's only going to be one time that I'm happier is if, well, if when, when we beat Oklahoma, because that's not going to be a big game this year, whatever. We'll just beat the shit out of them again, 49 nothing. Oh, by the way, by the way, yes. In fact, when I went to Oklahoma this weekend, to Atoka, Oklahoma, to Reba's place, yes, I was wearing Longhorns gear. Burnt orange through and through, motherfuckers. Come and get it. 49 to nothing. That's all I would have said. 49 nothing. I have the same hate feelings for Alyssa Milano, and apparently it's not well-hidden dislike because every time Mike or my kids see her on the mumble, fucking cunt. Yeah. Arnie, it's fair to say without uh, all the ints, uh, Dak is a good quarterback. Trey doesn't throw picks. He's just slow at reading the defense, and his short game accuracy is suspect. He's a project, and the Niners drafted a fucking project in Super Bowl window run. Scratch my head or shake my head, whatever one. Um. Dak is not a good quarterback. Dak isn't a good quarterback. Dak, when when Dak had his rookie season, he also had Ezekiel Elliott when Ezekiel Elliott was in the only decent shape of his life. Now he's 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 entering Jerome Bettis' fucking lookalike contest now. Football fans are going to find that one really funny. And he had those two things working. Also, also they 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 still had Jason Witten on the team. I do believe. Um, which which was a fucking great fucking bailout to have. The Cowboys were a good team when Dak came, and all Dak had to do was manage, and he did for his rookie year. And they were good. They were, That team was really good. And then, like I said, the sophomore fucking jinx happens. Dak gets hurt, breaks his ankle, and he's never the same. And he was never going to be the same. He had a compound fracture on his foot. He's never going to be the same quarterback. So pick one, Dak, Lance, Romo. I'll, I'll take Dak. I, but you know what? You know what, Mage here? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll take, I'll take Lance because I don't know about him. Tony Romo is the worst quarterback the Cowboys ever had, and he has all the records. I don't know. They, they went 14-2 and two one season and did not make it out of the first round of the fucking playoffs. 
I still don't understand that one. T- Tony Romo is da- he's Satan. It's a good thing I don't hang out in Highland Park because if I ever ran into Tony Romo, I would say something to him. I heckled him at the fucking golf thing. Celebrity golf tournament up in Tahoe. He hit his tee shot. I said, Troy hits it three times further. Jason Witten was evolved for your information. Yes, I, I know. He's actually from Pulaski, Tennessee. I like Jason Witten a lot. Uh, I'll be honest. I appreciate the football talk because I don't know who to, uh, don't follow it, but my boys do, and it gives me something to talk about with them that isn't wrestling, jujitsu, or kickboxing. Well, there you go. That the the Cowboys look, look. I think the Niners made their team a lot better. Uh, to be honest with you, I'll tell you it, because there's going to be controversy in that quarterback room. No matter what, I mean, Brock Purdy was the last fucking pick, and he's outshining the fucking third pick of the draft. The third pick of the draft. I. I think he got rid of a, a sore, and, and who knows? And, and honestly, if you look at the NFL Hall of Fame, there are plenty of first-round draft picks in there. But a lot of those guys in the NFL Hall of Fame are third, fourth, fifth-round draft picks. That's where the heart and soul of your team comes from. And we, dra- we gave away – a lot of people are saying, oh, it's only a fourth-round pick. You never know about those fourth-rounders. When did Zach Thomas go? The only player from Texas Tech to be in the Hall of Fame this year. He, he got inducted in the Hall of Fame this year. Jimmy Johnson took him in, at the Dolphins. I know he wasn't a first-round pick, was he? Thoughts on Ross Dwelly? I don't even know who Ross Dwelly is. Hold on a second. Let me, let me Google Ross Dwelly. Ross. Football tight end. Uh... Oh, he's a handsome fella, if that's what you're asking me. They, but the Niners, don't they have Kittle? I mean, they already got the all-world fucking tight end. They got another good one? God damn it. Stop getting good. I hate him, but seven, Tom Brady was in the seventh round, right? Oh, yes, he was. Yes, he was. Screw the quarterbacks. Can we sign Nick Bosa already? I'm already getting worried. Yeah, you need Nick Bosa. You you need yeah, fuck. You need to have his brother damn come to the team too. I I look. I think the Bosa brothers are a couple of scumbags for what they did to Ohio State, especially the younger brother. Sat out is pretty much his entire senior year, so he could go in the draft. I I, I don't find that cool. And and it's not because he plays for the Niners. I I said this back when he was at Ohio State, and I'm not a big fan of Ohio State, but I think if you sign up to play on the team. And getting hurt is a part of the game. He got hurt, and then he was well enough to return to the team, but he decided not to. How do you do that to your – and the same goes for guys that opt out of playing in bowl games. How do you do that? I don't understand that. How do you – these guys that you call, quote-unquote, your brothers, and you're, quote-unquote, going to war with them before any military people come up, I never say that because it's playing a game is nothing like war. I agree. But that's their jargon, so I will use their jargon. And then you go, no, I'm not going to play in the biggest game of our lives. The only game that we're all going to be on national television together. No, I'm not going to play in that game. I don't want that memory with you guys. I got to get ready for my future. Some of those guys are never going to play another snap after that bowl game. 
I, I just I, I have a very hard time with that. Uh, I'm not sure about keeping no name Brandon Allen over Lance, though. Okay, I don't think the Cowboys would have traded for him. Uh, I think Dak should get off the field and be on the sideline. He's better there. Let Rush or Greer have this season. So we're not going to the playoffs this year. Look, Rush and Greer are fine. Cooper Rush is a fine backup. Cooper Rush is not a starter. And and by the way, by the way, he is no goddamn starter of the Dallas fucking Cowboys. I had to live through Babe Laughlinberg. I had to live through Gary fucking Hogaboom, Steve Pallor. In that time between the great one, Roger Stallback, and the greater one, Troy Aikman, Quincy Carter, Jesus jumped up Christ. The Cowboys need a name. Fuck, if Tom Brady wants to sell his stake in the fucking, in, in the Raiders and come to the, I'd take Tom Brady this year. The Niners have some pick up another Bosa. They would need horn rim glasses and call themselves the Hensons, indeed. Stackar! Good morning, all. And Lance NFL start his fifth touchdown interceptions. No, he's not better than Dak. No, he's not. Uh, what does it matter if we make the playoffs? We just lose in the first or second game anyway. Every year, same. But, but look, I, I don't want to go to the playoffs. I'm tired of going just to the playoffs. And, and by the way, but I would rather go to the playoffs than miss them. See, here's the thing, Cowboys girl. I don't know about you. It made me physically sick when the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. It's like when I see Oklahoma playing in a national title game at any level. There's a, there, there, there's a feeling in my stomach that just makes me want to puke. And I, I just got to tell you, no, I, I, I look. I'd rather go to the playoffs and lose than not make the playoffs, especially if we can keep Philadelphia out. I'm not. I'm a 49ers fan, but Roger was great. Yep. Trey Lance is your future. Thank you, Warbird. Oh, damn you, Warbird. You talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying. Son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! There it is. He says, you just got our playbook for a fourth-round pick. Look, if they were willing to trade him and he was a third stringer anyway, do you think he really has the playbook down? Maybe that could be the reason. He doesn't know the playbook, and here we are trading for him to get the quote-unquote I would, you can say the same thing if a fucking you, you get cut loose a kicker and then the forty the Cowboys pick him up. Well, you got our playbook. Oh wow, we got the playbook from Trey Lance. That means well, you're going to score touchdowns against us. Terrible, just awful. But I don't care. Once again, I don't care because college football season starts this week. Now, now before I start uh, and, and get into the stories of the show. Um, last week I played some new music for you. Um, 
th- this wonderful ditty here. Um, where is it recently added? Uh, from the Hood Rats. Mm, mm, mm. Block my number, but he's still gonna eat your ass. That is the lovely, sexy red and Sukihana. Recently, they were caught asked, uh, "What will they do next?" And uh, the, the Arnie State Show was there to interview him, and we did ask him that question. Uh, ladies, what will you be doing next? We finna take over the world. We finna be performing at the BET Awards, hmm. the Oscars, hmm. Planet Fitness, Popeyes, Planet Parent. Wait, 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 what, once again, you're, you're going to be playing these festivals? The world, we finna be performing at the BET Awards. Now, now, that's an honor. The BET, that, that would be an honor, right? The Oscars. Now, that would be big. Playing the Oscars? That's huge. Planet Fitness, Popeyes. Whoa, 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 Planet Fitness and Popeyes? Whoa. Not even Taylor Swift plays at Planet Fitness and Popeyes. Planet Fitness and Popeyes. Once again. Oscars. Hmm. Planet Fitness. Popeyes. Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. That was the last one. Man, oh man, I, I, I think we got a couple of superstars on our hands. <laughs> Popeyes. The Oscars. What the fuck is that? He's still learning how to throw. Yeah, yes, Trey Lance is. Planet Fitness. Popeyes is a step from churches. <laughs> Very, it, it's a small step up from churches, in my opinion. Churches ain't no damn good neither. We're gonna be playing at, at Planet Fitness. I I was unaware that Planet Fitness had uh, had such a uh, a musical repertoire. And Popeyes, oof. Man, oh, man. So there you go. If you're looking for tickets, hopefully it's not as bad as Taylor Swift, but I can't promise you anything, to Sexy Red and Suki Hana. Oh, boy. Now, Arnie states, don't you diminish the levels they have risen. They said Planet Fitness and Popeyes, not 24-hour fitness and KFC. These bitches are a whole different level. <laughs> Debbie Gibson and Tiffany started in the malls. These fine girls know their audience. Oh, especially at Planned Parenthood. I bet you they know everybody in line. Everybody in line, as they would say. They open for Spinal Tap. My fears will be alive for the culture. Ooh. We have some dissension in the Democratic ranks. Wait, hold on. I need sound effect for that because my guy is probably like, Hey, Arnie, you haven't played enough sound effects. <laughs> President Joe Biden and his team of advisors are so, so mad today at 
Governor Gavin Newsom. Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. I know it's a hold-your-hand idealistic point of view that somehow magically, I mean, God bless some of you. I, if you're like me, I've been known to have a glass of wine at night watching some of the nightly news. Uh, we all need to self-medicate periodically. I, I, you know, I used to do that, Governor. I would take, I don't know, 12, 13 Norcos at a time. Boy, I tell you what, man, watching the nightly news, 13 Norcos, make the news a whole lot better. You're absolutely right, sir. Um, they're mad at Newsom and his plan to debate Ron DeSantis fears he's running a shadow campaign, and they say it is disrespectful. Reaction comes after some of the president's main advisors. As most say they prefer someone other than Biden on their ticket, Newsom endorsed Biden for president in April, the same day the 80-year-old announced he'd be running again. So why are you debating him? See, this is, this is what I've talked about this entire time. If you don't think that Gavin Newsom's going to run for president in 2024, y'all need to wake up. And I'm going to tell you why you need to wake up. Now, a lot of people are probably going to say, oh, well, he might take the independent route. No, he ain't going to do that. That's what RFK is going to do. RFK Jr. is going to get that ticket. What Gavin Newsom is going to do is he is going. Oh, he's not practicing for 2028. He will get the Democratic Party to get rid of Joe Biden. His aunt is Nancy Pelosi. One of the most powerful Democrats in all of Washington. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I forgot. Every time we say that fucking ugly bitch's name, um, we have to play. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. That's Nancy Pelosi and her fucking husband who gets beat up with gay prostitutes. Yeah, I said it. Um, and they're going to use that, par- that power that they have because Nancy Pelosi has a shit ton of power especially in the Democratic Party. She's got dirt on everybody. She's got dirt on fucking, uh, what's his name? The, the fa- uh, Amy, uh, uh, Chuck Schumer. Amy Schumer's his niece. That's why, another reason why I hate that fucker. Plus, he probably wears garters on his socks. Guarantee, I guarantee he wears garters on his socks. And I'll tell you this, I, I will go one step further. If Chuck Schumer were to go out for a barbecue or a picnic, he would wear short pants. He would not call them shorts. He would, he, he would call them short pants, some kind of Hawaiian shirt, and he would have the garters on his socks. V. Coop, what's up, brother? I got a conspiracy theory for you. Okay. So um, on the surface, this one actually kind of kind of seems stupid, and right away you just say, no, oh, no, and kind of dismiss it. But then uh, after I heard it, I actually thought about it for a bit. And in some stupid, insane, coke-snorting way, it does actually kind of make a little bit of sense. And the conspiracy theory is that Biden is going to pardon Trump. Hmm. Okay. And while that seems stupid— like, why go to all this effort to to have him arrested, to have him indicted um, 60,000 times or whatever? It makes sense in the way that they're not going to find him guilty. And if he goes to court before the election and he's found innocent just of just of one charge, 
then he's going to rally everybody behind him, everybody that's angry. He's going to play to their emotions. But if Biden pardons him, it essentially makes Donald Trump guilty. And they and then Biden gets to say, look how passionate, look how mm-hmm. um, look how passionate I am. Look how look how empathetic I am um, and how much compassion that I have, <laughs> because I, I like I let I let you off the hook. And then it also at the same time, um, if when they steal the election again and Trump tries to come out and complain about it again, even if it's uh, even more overwhelming evidence, they get to throw everything right back in his face and say, well, you claimed this before and you were guilty of that. And so they're, they're going to invalidate him that way. But then also during the campaign, if they pardon him, they get to treat him like a criminal the whole time. That you know what? That's a very interesting one. Please let me retort and then answer with a a, a conspiracy. I, I think I've heard. Maybe you've heard it as well. Maybe you're the one who told me, but I, I have to say it. Um, it makes sense to get that that. Oh, look how compassionate, or I'm sorry, come passionate. Uh, Joe Biden is by by like. But do you think that that Joe's base would buy it because they hate Trump so much? Don't you think that that would be a kind of a, and and I'm just a, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate here, um, wouldn't that wouldn't that piss off his his true democratic base? You would think, but they also believe that the Secret Service doesn't know who left cocaine in the White House. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Oh, they, they, these are people answer. who drive fair around answer. in in cars by themselves with masks on. Boy, but see, see, look, look, and once again, once again, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm. This is a wonderful conversation. I love these. Um, the hate, though, I, the hate that these people have for Donald Trump doesn't doesn't that kind of surpass, or am I thinking of my hate that surpasses some of my stupidity? No, oh, no, not at all. And they're gonna they're gonna hate it, but the benefit to it again is they can be even more outward with their hate because they say yes. He's pardoned again in a, in a pseudo way. It makes him uh, as a, as though he was actually convicted, because mm-hmm. it's disastrous to them if he again if he gets acquitted of just one charge. If they indict him for jaywalking tomorrow, and he gets off on that jaywalking charge, then he gets to scream. Everybody gets to scream like, "Look how bullshit this is! This is not about the justice. This is about uh, trying to stop this guy from." running for president again if they can't stop him then use that to their advantage where they're gonna say well again you're only here because we let you Mm -hmm. well okay you know what that ties in perfectly to the one that i was thinking and if the conspiracy theory that i heard it will completely pardon the pun here trump theirs so this is what i've heard i've heard that donald trump is not even going to run what he's going to do, he's going to say he's going to focus on his cases, things like that, focus on this. Washington isn't the place for him. He, he'll say all the bullshit. We need somebody to bring us together. He'll, he'll do that, right? And then he will back either DeSantis or Swamy, one of those two, which means Trump fans will listen to Donald Trump because they support him. And if he says vote for DeSantis or vote for Swamy, they're going to vote for him. Now, the effort there is, wow, then the Democrats who hated Trump 
who hate Biden will now vote for Deswami. But, you know, here's the better part. Let's say that your plan of forgiving Trump or pardoning Trump happens, and then the next day Trump bows out of the election, Democrats have no shot. Because the Democrats will fucking shoot themselves in the head going, we had him, and we pardoned him, and he's not even running. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that, though, be just classic Biden? Mm. Dude, that's that, that's a fucking Hollywood movie right there. That's a movie I wouldn't mind paying $9. I'll pay the $12 for the 3D version. That's the, how much I'd want to see that movie. I mean, yes, this is the same administration again two years ago withdrew from Afghanistan, had no plan for it, and didn't realize until they were already doing it that they had no accountability when they were evacuating the embassy. They didn't realize they didn't have a way to account for the number of people they had there and the number of people they had evacuated. They just had to be like, oh, I think we got everybody. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, let's see. So uh, not true. MAGA will never vote for the de-sanctimonious or oh okay well if, i mean if he throws his support behind swami everybody's gonna vote swami uh see that's that's tough though because um when it comes down to it and people see that name i like know most people can't even pronounce I it <laughs> I, look hey this is why i call him you know future vice president swami because swami is funny and 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 look man like it or not and, and people can fight me on this as much as they want. Racism is alive and well in the United States, and it has never gone anywhere. It's just amped up because there are more power players that are different colored people now. And that's why yeah. we see it ramped up so much. And like it or not, he shares the same caramel color that those 19 terrorists did. And people don't care that he's from India. It's the Middle East to them. They don't know. No, I just hope I hope uh, old VRAM actually takes that and uses it to, um, in a humorous way. Said I, like I told you before, if he walks out to debates to uh, Steppenwolf's magic carpet ride, <laughs> like that guy's got my vote. I hope again, disaster, disaster. Do never, never, ever, ever have him on a plane. Don't have no. footage of him on a plane. Don't have footage of him near a plane. No, but. If he gets like a taxi, yes. and he drives oh, that God. from speech to speech, oh. from campaign to campaign. Oh, if he addresses the international Seven Eleven workers, he's got my damn vote. I'm just oh, telling he doesn't you. even have to. He'll just go up there with a Slurpee. Oh man, or or a big gulp. All right, V Coop, I appreciate the phone call, my friend. Oh, no problem. See you, buddy. Look, there's so many scenarios, and and I don't look. I don't know what Trump's gonna do. I hope he doesn't back out because he's the president we need. Might not be the president we want, but he's the president we need. I want to see Swami shred Biden or Newsom on the debate stage. They ain't going to debate him. I mean, look, Biden isn't going to debate anybody for the Democrats. They're mad that Gavin Newsom wants to debate DeSantis. Now, every time I want to say de-sanctimonious, but I can't. Damn it. Professional here. Um. Look, once again, too, I'm doing these stories it, it, and, and the conspiracy theories, A, because they're fun. But I got to tell you, it's too early. It's too early. Too early. Mm -mm. Don't start talking to me until, look, look. 
I'm going to tell you why it's too early. It's too early. Just because last time we had, we, we, the people of America who used common sense, thought Donald Trump had this wrapped up by March. We saw what happened. <clears throat> so expect anything to happen. That's all I'm saying. Now, things that will hurt Joe Biden. Not only will Dude, why? I mean, I didn't mean to hit that. Well, speaking as reporters in Lake Tahoe over the weekend while on vacation, again, President said he asked Congress for funding on a new necessary COVID vaccine booster and then suggested that the new booster will likely be recommended for all Americans. Regardless previous vaccination status. I know that I reported it last week. I know that we talked about it like three times last week, and we were all kind of like, well, I don't know yet, but now... Guess who's back? 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 And I'm going to tell you right now, Now's the time. Now's the time to shit or get off the fucking pot, people. I want you to remember all the bullshit that was told to us about COVID. Do, do, do I have to do this? Uh, I mean, I, I don't mind, but I, I... The virus stops. With every vaccinated person. Wrong. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. Incorrect. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. You're a dirty lesbian. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. Um, just real fast, let me retort to her. She's retarded. The administration in charge when the vaccine came out was the Trump, but it was not mandatory. It was not mandatory until after January 20th, 2017. It was not mandatory until after that. If you didn't get that, you couldn't go to places. Your kids couldn't go to school. You couldn't fly. You couldn't go to work. Your work could fire you. Because you didn't get a vaccine that didn't work. Now, I want you to think long and hard about this. If your ever-so-loving government comes at you again with this, are you going to go for it, or are you going to say no? Now, look, I'll tell you, I got it the first time. I didn't care, and I didn't care if you got it or not. It's your right, it's your body, it's your chance. And you know what I found to be so amazing, so absolutely incredible, and the only answer I ever got from it was, well, that's different. The Democrats were telling you what you do to your body. You have to get this shot or you can't be a part of society. But they're telling Republicans you can't tell women not to kill their babies that are inside them. I thought it was their body, their choice. You'll fight for my body, my choice for the abortion issue, but not for the vaccine issue? Hmm. 
Hmm. You know, that doesn't seem consistent, and it doesn't seem logical. Which means it's not right. That's how you can tell if something is right or not. If it fits in all the boxes, then maybe it's right. 99% of the time, it's going to be right. But when it's janky and then doesn't fit this one, and then, oh, God, no, it doesn't fit this box. Huh? Guess who has COVID? My whole family in Bakersfield, 14 people, including 75-year-old mom to my 6-year-old nephew, and all over it, no big deal, but a cold, slight fever uh, over it, and negative, and yes, new strain. Operation Warp Speed was a huge mistake. Long-term effects are still not known. And that's the problem with that is they're going to eat. Look, look. So we've kind of hammered this out on the show of how they're going to try to knock down Donald Trump. They're going to first try legally. An indictment after indictment after indictment after indictment. She's going to be innocent, 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 innocent on. The next thing will be that he killed millions of Americans. They'll come out with some numbers about how many the vaccine have killed, and they'll blame it on Donald Trump. To me, that would be the, that right there is the smoking gun. It's not. I'm not saying that Donald Trump did that, but they will use that. And you'll sit there and you'll go, wait a second. They're the ones that made it mandatory then. If they knew it was bad, then why did they make it mandatory? See, that's the problem with that, is that maybe they can't do that. And, and the word, there are only two ways to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't win this election or doesn't even make it to this election, isn't on the ballot, I should say. Prison ain't going to be one of them. Operation Warp Speed used against him, that could be the one. But only if Donald Trump is not of this world will he not run for president. I'll let you put all that together and what that means. And that's the one that really scares me the most. Oh, and the stealing of the votes then afterwards. That's the way they can guarantee it. We need to triple mask and lock down like we haven't killed all the small businesses yet. The mission is still not complete. It's not. It's not because we're not under government control. You want to see a bunch of upset Americans right now? Go to Maui. Go to Maui and ask them what they think of that $700 that the president so generously handed them. And let's not talk about the bill that was going to send $12 billion additional dollars to Hawaii, but tagged along in that bill was also $24.1 million earmarked for the Ukraine. Hey, how about this? We've given the Ukraine a lot. We can, we, look, look, you can hate Ukraine. We're still going to give military shit and everything. How about this one bill we just take care of Americans? Huh? How about this one time? This one time we send the $24 billion to Hawaii. How about that? Next one, you know, if you want to, you know, get rid of fucking senior care, okay, sign that through and then spend $30 billion to Ukraine, okay. <laughs> How about we help Hawaii? Because they are still Americans. He made so many of the millionaires millionaires from that shit, yep. What if Trump goes to jail and he gets in the cell, the dark corner, he sees a light flicker, and it's Hillary smoking a cigarette with a rope in her hand? <laughs> That's probably what would happen. We will all work for unions and corporations, and we eat Z-bugs and live in pods. Yes, sir, master. 
Look. They're doing this, and, and, and Mike and I kind of talked about this a little bit. I don't know if this is necessarily a political play. I think this is a play from Big Pharma. Big Pharma, who increased their wealth dramatically during COVID. Let's remember, Anthony Fauci was given a $500 million, that's a half a billion dollar bonus for selling so much. Of the, what was it, the Moderna or the Pfizer? I don't remember. $500 million. That's a half a billion dollars he got. While still being the highest paid government employee. Everybody wants to talk about, oh, all the rich people live in Beverly Hills. No, they live in New York. No, no. They live in what's called the Beltway. Little area in Washington, D.C. That's where there's more accumulated wealth than any place else in the entire country. That's where Big Pharma lives. That's where Big Tobacco lives. All those people. That's how they get their money. And Big Pharma, fucking, they they expanded their royalties exponentially during COVID. And they're like, hey, we're kind of taking a hit right now. Why don't we roll out another COVID? Well, there's no election. We don't care about the fucking election. We care about money. We care about power, because with money, you can buy power. Why hasn't anyone tried assassinating that little ass troll? Who, Fauci? I I think because we want to see Fauci get raped in prison. I I, want to see that video. Look, look, no no, no gay shit here. I just, I would like to see, I I don't need to see insertion. I just want to see Fauci. Bloodied up a little bit on a cell floor. Kind of hogtied with his hands behind his back. Legs are tied out. And there's big old Rufus. Rufus, a 19-time murderer. Rufus stands six foot nine, weighs 332 pounds, and is known as King Anaconda in the prison. That's who I want to see. I'd pay for pictures of that. You mean the rich men north of Richmond? Yep. And by the way, hey, Republicans, leave that guy alone. He's not a Republican. He's a guy who wants more money. That's all he wants. Leave that guy alone. I want to see insertion in bloody butthole. <laughs> well, if you thought that the, 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 the shots were bad, wait till you hear this one. And by the way, can somebody tell me, when did we go czars for everything? I thought we had ambassadors and things like that because John Kerry's the climate czar. I thought czars was a Russian thing. The stupid uh, fucking cocksucker, what's her name? Kamala. She's the czar of immigration and the czar of AI. And now, George Koob, the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, That's President Biden's alcohol czar. You ready for this? (laughs) Says Americans may be told by officials to have no more than two beers a week. Wait, wait, wait. 
Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. Huh? What? Biden, Newsom, Fauci. Oh, I want Fauci as the caboose in that one. Currently, American guidelines recommend limit themselves to two drinks a day, while women should only have one. Canada's guidelines recommended only having two drinks a week. We all know who the Coke czar is, yes. I need an alcohol czar at home to serve my drinks. Hey, now. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get the uh, attention uh, of, of Joe Biden. Psst. Joe, I know you're around for the signing of this. It was the 18th Amendment that established the prohibition of alcohol meaning they got rid of alcohol and you want to limit Americans to two drinks a week? This was written back in 1917. And then we saw nothing but unrest and unlobby and organized crime jump up to where just a couple years later, the 21st Amendment was made, which mandated nationwide prohibition. On, it ended prohibition. Don't fuck with Americans' alcohol. Have you not learned anything? Joe, Joe, you're trying to get reelected. And if you somehow you get reelected, everybody's going to know you cheated. Because I got another thing that he wants to get rid of next. Where are my California people? Uh, that's why I had 16-ounce drinks of straight vodka with a splash of lime juice. You can have my beers. How many drinks can the czar have while <laughs> being washboarded? Biden's so out of it, he's trying to bring prohibition back. Wasn't Biden, Pelosi, and Feinstein in Congress then? Yeah, actually, they were. I believe that Feinstein, that was like her sixth or seventh run. That was Pelosi's third. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. And I, I, I think that Biden was a freshman then. But I, I, I'm not totally sure. Uh, California, do you realize that, that you, you did something that, that really affected the course of history? California was the first state in the nation to put on the ballot to legalize recreational marijuana. And like it or not, California has a reputation around the world in America, and we all kind of knew that California would be the first state to do that. Well, lo and behold, the first time that it was on the ballot, it failed. And it dumbfounded me until I really thought about it. Now, I remember we were on the air talking about it the next day, and we thought about it. If you can remember back to that campaign, I, I don't recall what year it was. 2000, was it? No, oh, it might have been 2004. 
somewhere around there. What did what did the the cannabis industry do? They went after alcohol companies. They were trying to say how bad alcohol is. Now, as a recovering alcoholic, and I try not to, I, I don't spew numbers about alcoholism because it was my fault. Look, I, I think alcohol is wonderful for people that can enjoy it responsibly. I, I, I did it to numb myself of feelings I had. And once those feelings were numb, I wanted them number. And I wanted them number. So I, I, I do not besmirch people that drink. I don't I, – I, I envy you that you can do it responsibly. I know I can't. And I know if I were to start up today, I'd probably be dead in about a month because my body has changed in 26 and a half years. But I don't I, – I, I don't want people to stop drinking just because I can't. That would be kind of selfish on my part, wouldn't it? So to these people that, that say, oh, we got to limit, you're going after alcohol. Learn from what the weed people, the mistake they made in California, because that's what ended up costing them. They went after alcohol. And the alcohol companies came out and campaigned against them. And guess who had more money? And that's why Colorado became the first state to legalize recreational weed. Congratulations, Mage. We need zombie Reagan to come back and fight the commies. <laughs> Luckily, Feinstein and Pelosi. Wait, hold on a second here. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. We'll die soon. Fuck yeah, I think, I think Feinstein has. That goes against Newsom's policy of self-medicating. Exactly. For fuck's sake, even in 1984, the totalitarian government had everyone hooked up on victory gin. Yeah, well. Well. Now, now, Joe Biden has come after, let, 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 let's get this right, shall we? Joe Biden has come after uh, gas-burning stoves, hot water heaters, dreaded air conditioners. He's going with this whole idea that we need uh, no gas-powered cars by 2035. And now, oh, well, alcohol, we just learned that one. And now he's coming after your ceiling fans. The Department of Energy is proposing a rule that would require ceiling fans to be more energy efficient, arguing the move would save U.S. householders on energy costs. I'm not going to read this. Leave our fucking fans alone. Come on. Come on. Goddamn hippies with their weed. LOL, my town, you can't buy weed here. We're like a blue city for weed. Oh, don't forget about plastic bags and plastic straws. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that, that was that, that, they've been working on the plastic for a while. Plastic is the new styrofoam. Biden hates ceiling fans. Because once he looks at one, he watches it for hours. The climate change agenda is a hoax. My guy Ramaswamy said it. I'm inclined to believe him. How's electricity bad for AC but not a Tesla? Ken Dog. Ken, whoa, 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 wait a second here. Hold on. Hold on. 
Ken Dog, uh, good morning. There is no just Ken. No, it's Ken Dog. Um, don't use logic. This is illogical. That's the only way you can explain it. This is illogical. Uh, I will be rich, saving $39 over the course of the fan's lifetime. No, that's I, And I think that is the actual amount. Uh, yeah, you'll save $39 over the lifespan of a new energy-efficient fan. Well, fuck, I can go and retire in the Bahamas finally. Does Joe, is Joe Biden being run by the Amish? I mean, look at it. We're getting rid of all the good shit. Air conditioning, ceiling fans. You know who doesn't have that? The Amish. Gas-powered cars. Guess who doesn't drive gas-powered cars? The Amish. Mm-hmm. Hot water heaters. Who build those heaters in those barns all the time? You guessed it, my friends, if you said the Amish. I think Joe Biden is trying to give this country to the Amish. Here's my question I have. I'm going to let anybody answer this that they want because I need an answer here. I, 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 I truly, truly need an answer here. Uh, because otherwise, I'm, I'm not going to be happy. Um, hey, Rise says, good morning. I mean, I'm wearing my shirt, niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. Did we already cover my clairvoyance at predicting the death of Bob Barker? No, not yet. We're going we're gonna to start the next breakout with that, I promise. It follows Joe's from Pennsylvania. Where are the Amish? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania Dutch. Here's my question. Taking away ceiling fans. I'm not, even, I'm not even going to arm it with everything else. Taking away ceiling fans or making them more restrictive or doing this. How does that make America better? There you go. Honestly, that, 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 that's, that's my question. You can, you can insert the gas-powered stoves. You can insert the hot water heaters. You can insert air conditioners. How does that make America better? like I stumped y'all. I ain't got no answers. My question was, how does banning any of these make America better? And I guess you have all answered correctly by not answering because it doesn't. So if that's the case, why are we doing it? Hmm? Why are we doing it? I want somebody in office who's actually going to make America better. That's all. I, I, am I asking for too much? 
So his dad, it makes us the same as other third world shitholes that people are fleeing to come here for. I can answer with no fans. We sweat more and we stink, thus more likely global community of smelly, unwashed people. I'll say it takes less power off the grid, freeing up power for electric cars. There's not, there's never going to be enough electricity for all the electric cars. I'll get on that here in a second. It helps divide America. Replacing ceiling fans, but my 15 electric Amazon fans are still fine, right? So stupid. <clears throat> I, I, I'm. This is all mental masturbation. It's all this is. We fight over stupid shit like this, yet we allow people who have fought for this country to waste away in the streets. We can't give them the help that we need. We allow people to live and fornicate and, that means fuck, and defecate shit, urinate, piss, use drugs in the middle of major United States cities. We're not talking about bumblefuck North Dakota. We're talking about San Francisco, California. We're talking about Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We're not talking about Gun Barrel City, Texas, which is a lovely community. It's just small. We're talking major cities are being overrun with homeless camps, and we're not doing anything. We're putting more power into getting rid of gas burners? Huh? What the absolute fuck? Slightly off talking of being global at my son's soccer practice last week. Yes, I know my wife's decision, not mine. Okay. The star kid on the practice uh, was of African ancestry based on my mom's language. It was hard not to laugh because all I could think was, of course he's good. He's practiced kicking a goat's head around the village. <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn you, Arnie. It's true, though. Come on. Holy crap. Where where the hell do I have that? Oh, I gotta find that. Now now Ogre, I, I gotta ask you. Oh, I'm going to hell for this one. Did you get to talk to the kid? Because did he say something like this? Oh, he must be African. Biden is planning on winning 2024 election with the Amish vote. Bring back state-run psych facilities. I don't have a problem with that at all. Not at all. Have you ever been to Bumblefuck? Gorgeous. It is. Bumblefuck is absolutely amazing. They finally opened up the tiny homes for the homeless by my work. Oh, that sucks. I didn't hear him, but his mom talked kind of like that. I think they were Ethiopian or Entrian or something. So so next time, just memorize this, and you guys can talk. Christopher. Holy shit, wait a second, we gotta get this here played, because Christopher's here. You fucking whore! Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, that's it, go home, get my dinner ready. 
By the way, Christopher, we might have a double movie review this weekend. Equalizer 3. Denzel is back. Robert McCall, baby. Fired up. Uh, it says, calling climate change a hoax is the wrong word. Overblown, misleading. I don't know a better word for it because hoax would mean a flat-out lie, which it isn't. Because the scientists can measure the compression of the atmosphere. We can see trends once we've already happened. That's when they try to predict the future, when the bullshit starts, because they don't know for sure. I still hear, uh, live here. I, I still hear alive in Fresno. Aren't I supposed to be dead right now with my house under 100 feet of seawater? I've never thought that climate change or global warming, I never thought it was a hoax. Look, look. What we see, what climate change to me is this. Climates will always change. The earth has always changed. Let's remember at some time in history of earth, Scotland was a tropical fucking island. Scotland, where I think the high temperature is like 38 all year. Maybe 39 on a really sunny day. But that was one time a tropical paradise. Climates change because the shifts change. Everything changes in the earth. I want to believe the Bible that that we're only 2,000 years old, but I, I know that the earth is older than that. I just like the story, sorry. I know the earth is older than that. And I think that the climate does change. And it's always changing. Now, what we're seeing is we're adding our shit to it. You can't have problems in the atmosphere without all of our shit. Without all the shit that we burn that's in the atmosphere, the shit we do to the water. There is, there is some shit that we do. We, we do a lot of shit. We got to clean our shit up. I've never been opposed to that. But it's funny when you read all this stuff and you hear all these anecdotes, and I don't know if they're true or not, but, like, recycling plastic bottles is actually worse than putting them in a landfill. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? But, I mean, look, once again, once again, there's a lot of people that believe in it, and I'm not going to tell them. I I don't think it's a hoax. I think there's a lot of, of shit in there. But do I think that we're at the, the end of a, or close to a catastrophe? Absolutely not. Not by a long shot. But it will never, ever go anywhere because it's an industry. They, they've hired so many people. So many people make a living off of the environment. You got to respect the hustle. That's all I got to say. I didn't hear, oh, okay, I'll bring one of those clickers and use to count people. That guy speaks bone thugs in harmony. Mr. J, oh, wait, wait a second, Mr. J's here? Oh, man. Mr. J, that is his name, and all wild DJs he will tame. Pretty sure the translation was, you have electric fans, air conditioning, and gas stoves, and you want to get rid of them? Are you fucking stupid? Thank you, Mr. J, that is awesome. I have a translator. The earth gets hot, the earth gets cold, yeah. Well, Arnie, that was before humans changed the climate. 39 Celsius? No, no, 39 Fahrenheit. 2.9, I don't know what that is. 
Uh, Christopher, uh, no, Christopher, or it's a hoax. You can review the Earth's temperature from way back until now. We're within three degrees Celsius, and that's due to a slight shift in the Earth's axis from back when dinosaurs died. The Earth will be healed after we kill ourselves. Yep. Dan, one thing that's never in climate studies is shifting of the tectonic plates. Oh, you know what? You know what? Correct the mundo. Oh, that answer. Oh, that's my favorite answer of the day right there. That, that is completely my favorite answer. If you, I, I, I would imagine that the shifting of the tectonic plates, if you look at where you are on a map today, and you got the latitude and longitude, I bet you it's going to be a little different than it was 100 years ago. And what happens then? You shift. The wind direction, the winds, those things don't shift. Where it hits, changes. Oh, we're going to have so many tropical storms. Well, now these tropical storms that once washed out into the ocean, now they're starting to hit land, and they do damage when they hit land. I'm in full agreement with Arnie. We don't know for sure because there are too many variables at the climate. We can't predict human uh, hurricanes with 100% accuracy. I don't have a lot of faith in science ability to predict the future. Mm-hmm. I've lived through the earth will be destroyed in 10 years from global warming, global cooling, acid rain, ozone depletion. I even stopped using Aquanet aerosol, nuclear war, and now climate change. Yeah, I... I I tell you this, I, I find that the, look, and, and once again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't recycle and you shouldn't do your absolute best to keep your surroundings clean. Nobody wants to live in a fucking, in, in a hoarder's house. Nobody wants that. It looks terrible. It's gross. It's bad. I'll even say it. It hurts property values. You want to leave this earth a better place for your children that is noble, and that's what you're supposed to do. Now, by limiting air conditioning, fans, gas-powered stoves, are you really leaving your, work, your kids a better world? They asked one of these science guys recently in a Senate subcommittee meeting, and I, I don't know what it was on, if it was on electric batteries or it was on climate change, I know that. And they did all the math that was given to them. They got some really smart people to work for the senators and do some math for the senators. And they found out that if we do all the stuff that all these scientists want us to do, in the name of climate change, i.e. global warming, Oh, the earth has never been hotter. We will bring the temperature down by 0.03 degrees. Meaning no more gas cars on the roads. No more coal-powered electricity. We're talking, we we have wiped the slate clean of fossil fuels. And we will drop less than half a degree. This was not argued. 
They went on and talked about this. So here's my question once again. If that is the answer, if I'm a senator, I, I, I raise my hand. I, I'd like some extra time here, please. Yes, the gentleman from the great state of Texas. Yes, um, here's my question. Then why are we fucking around with it? It's less than half a degree. You can't tell the... You motherfuckers out there. When it's 106 degrees, it feels like it's 180 degrees, okay? When it's 97 degrees, it feels like it's 108,000 degrees, okay? It's fucking hot. And I'm telling you right now, if I see any more goddamn weather advisories, and, and by the way, I got a good laugh this weekend. Remember last week how I went off on how high school football games here in the great state are going to be moved back a half hour so they can protect the children, protect the children from the heat? I went out Friday night. I had to go out and buy flowers because we were celebrating the anniversary on Saturday, so I had to get flowers Friday night after Braddy Kid went to bed. I got in the car, and it was like 8.40. Yes, we go to bed early here. No, it was 8.15. 8.15. It was 103 degrees. And it was starting to get dark. It was 103 degrees. Boy, so glad they moved those start times back. Man, oh, man. Let me tell you, it was cool. I had to turn the heater on in my car. If y'all, look, once again, if y'all want that stuff, y'all take it. Do it. You want to get rid of the ceiling fans in your house, go for it. And and to me, this comes down to more of a, I don't know, I guess kind of a, a way to make yourself feel better. That's what I think this is. If you want to get rid of all this, if you go right ahead. And honestly, if you think that you're making a difference and you keep thinking that, I'm not going to burst your bubble ever again after this moment. You're not, okay? You're not. It's like what I would say to a man who thought he was a woman, no, you're not. See, it's okay in this country once again to say, no, you're not. You're not making a difference. But if you think you are, good. But from this day on, I will not say that. You're making a difference, good for you. Yes, my son's 108-degree game felt much better when it was 107.9 on Friday night when it moved back. A noun, an act intended to deceive or tricked, something that has been established or accepted by fraudulent means, a humorous or mischievous deception, a practical joke, usually a marvelous or exciting fabrication or fiction uh, gravely related to the test of crudeality. Was that a hoax? Yeah, it's a hoax, yeah. Did they bring out the hot cocoa for that game? I, I don't think they did. All right. All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Good Lord. I, I swear to God, it's it's so mind-numbing how they treat us so badly. Uh, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Uh, here you go. Uh, Proud to 
say that I am Yeah, I like Texas Well, ain't it fine here I like to pick my guitar down a Luke and Bob And drink that Shutterbuck beer Yeah, I like Texas Man, there ain't no doubt Just listen to me Cause I know what I'm talking Where you can get a taste of the Lone Star State Strap on your boots and have yourself a laugh or two Well, there's no line of dancing, just straight romance in that Hill country love, well, it's what I fancy Where streams run clear and Lord, the skies, they are so blue Yeah, I like Texas Well, ain't it fine here Pick my guitar down at Old Green Hall And drink that Shutterbuck beer Yeah, I like Texas Man, there ain't no doubt You just listen to me Cause I know what I'm talking about On a lukewarm beer to go On a Sunday side of a road trip weekend Lordy, I was feeling so low When somebody flipped on a jukebox And I heard old Bob Will say Well, won't you stay all night? Stay a little longer So I held on another day Yeah, I like Texas On a Saturday night And everything will be just right down here in Texas Man, there ain't no doubt You just listen to me Cause I know what I'm talking about But yeah, I like Texas Well, ain't it fine here I like to pick my guitar down at Stubbs Barbecue Drink that Shutterbuck beer Yeah, I like Texas talking about
trying Well, now we're all back together And we're burning up the road And that old sheriff's out there dogging us again He thinks he's really got it cooking Plans to do a lot of booking The only trouble, he keeps looking Where we've already been So if I can keep it on the ground When I put that hammer down Then I'll be Texas bound and I'm flying
somebody to leave them alone While they drink their whiskey and roll their own And they like their music with a little bit of southern sound Kick up the heels every evening when the sun goes down And you can call them country and they don't care And if you don't like the way they wear their hair You can take your likes and shove them on up the line People in Texas don't care if the sun don't shine Uploaded Arnie Radio right after the show. You can get it there. All you gotta do two ninety nine a month. Go right there. Bam, sign up. Bam, thousands of shows available to you. I, I I think I did the math. If you sat down and listened to every show back to back to back to back to back, six and a half months, six and a half months worth of broadcasting. I would probably want to kill myself after I heard all that, especially hearing my damn voice the entire time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh-oh. No, it's not celebrity-ass deathmatch time. Oh, it's fight time. We have a candidate. Fight of the year. The brawl happened inside an In-N-Out burger in Santa Clarita. Or, I'm sorry, Santa Clara. After the Chargers beat the 49ers 23-12 in a preseason game. Let's go to the video. Okay, there's no audio. There's a 49er fan. Oh, he's just, oh, he's laying into another 49er fan, pulling him off. This is 49er on 49er crime. Hold on a second. Let me get to the end of this because I think the next one has audio. Um, if it, there we go. Hopefully it'll play into it. There we go. All right. Here's the audio. Okay. The Niner fans just beating the hell out of one another. Yeah, yeah, I, I, look, I understand you lost. It's preseason. Oh, this version's not as good. We don't get to see as much stuff. Oh, I don't like this one. Okay, there's a why is a Raider fan then throwing punches? Then there's somebody that just played in a football game there. Um, two people were stabbed in the incident. Definitely not going to make fight of the year. Um, wow. I think somebody said Whataburger was better. Oh, here comes that Raider fan again. Well, no, 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 he, he's, he's Hispanic. George Kittle was fighting against somebody. 
<laughs> yeah, but the, the, the shitty video. Come on. Really, you're gonna you're gonna ruin everybody's night in and out after a preseason game. It's preseason, man. Now speaking of fights, yesterday, uh, just real fast before we get going into our next segment here. AEW had their biggest pay-per-view ever yesterday in London. Um, I think there were probably, they announced 81,000 people there. There weren't 81,000 people there. There were probably about 72,000. They had a great, a great crowd, nonetheless. All kind of controversy before the show. Uh, Luke Perry's son, Jack Perry, is a professional wrestler. You let that sink in. He weighs about 107 pounds. And by the way, he's terrible. He got in CM Punk's face because he was going to do a live spot on an actual windshield of a car, which was pretty damn cool, but the rest of the match sucked. And CM Punk choked him out, and then Jack Perry was sent home afterwards. I don't care. Um, the, the main match that I wanted to see did not disappoint. Darby Allen and Sting against Swerve Strickland and somebody in a casket match. I got, I, got, I got to tell you, when Darby Allen, who weighs 109 pounds, jumped from the top rope onto a casket on the ground and missed the guy and put a dent in the casket, that was pretty fucking awesome. That was the best match of the night. And then the last match, the Adam Cole, the, 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 the weird fucking fan boat guy from Florida, taking on my man MJF. I, I, I've gotten to where I hate the MJF character now. He did say the F word on camera, which was awesome. On the mic, too. Uh, but the, the hug, the broing out, got to stop. Got to stop. Fight happened after the show because he looked uh, real glass to, to camera. Best match of the show. Uh, which one? The, the Sting match? Yeah, Sting-Darby-Allen match was easily the best match of the show. FTR against the Young Sucks. Young Sucks got to try to steal moves. You, you, you're not the Briscoes, boys. You're, you're, you're nowhere even close. Best brother tag team. Shit. You couldn't touch Harlem Heat. I, and, and, and I'm being nice. You can't even touch the fucking Hardy Boys. That's about, your, that's about where you are. When it comes to real brothers tag teams, you guys ain't shit. You got two that stand alone. The Briscoe brothers and the Steiners. You will never, and, and, and here's the thing, no one will ever be as good as the Steiner brothers, ever. But there you go. Now, sad news to report this weekend. And, and, and you know what? This man deserves this. Oh, boy. No, good. No nosebleed. We, we lost an icon. We lost a true true amazing American the greatest well top two I would still give him number one the greatest game show host of all time passed away over the weekend that man His name is Bob Barker. Bob Barker hosted The Price is Right back when The Price is Right was an amazing show. Before Drew Carey fucking fucked it all up. 
Bob Barker had the hottest chicks on stage and gave away some of the crappiest prizes of all time. But we didn't care because he was Bob Barker. And then Bob Barker got street cred by being in the movie Happy Gilmore and uttering the word bitch. Bob Barker, you will be missed. Died at 99 in his Hollywood Hills home. A true icon. Now, there's only one talk show or one game show host I would ever put in the same category as him, and especially when he was surly, and that was Alex Trebek. What is Rotunderer? <laughs> no. God damn. Boy, I tell you what, up in game show heaven, they are rejoicing. Gene Rayburn is there with Bob Barker, Paul Lind, Alex Trebek. Can you imagine how good the game shows are up there? Richard Dawson. We aren't stuck with, and by the way, get ready for this. David Spade will be hosting a game show soon. Come on down. You're the next question on The Price is Right. He got as close to a dollar without going over, yeah? Stadium Stampede was okay when Moxley got the sticks in his head and fell out and had a mohawk. Yeah, he's an idiot. Idiot. <sighs> Remember to have your pet spayed or neutered. If you're woke, do it to yourself. <laughs> I wish he would have tagged off with that. But, yeah, Bob Barker, who I, I, I tell you, Bob Barker was so awesome. He, he Look, the price is right. You, I used to be able to. When I watched The Price is Right growing up as a kid, I paid attention to it. This one, Once again, this is part of my weird brain. Once a week, you would get the, the first showcase showdown. Everybody knew. Everybody knew who watched the first, the, the, the first showcase showdown sucked balls. And the person who had won the least amount of prizes was stuck getting that one. And usually it consisted of Wonderful towels from Cannon Cotton Company. These towels will dry you off and wash you off at the same time. Cannon towels. They would give away an assortment of shower curtains. I'm not kidding. That's a real gift they used to have. Shower curtains. Now, usually they throw in a backyard set with a barbecue in that. Maybe a a bedroom set to where the, the, the prize is worth probably about I don't know, eight nine thousand dollars, but of course, mark it up. It, it's probably about fourteen thousand dollars. And then the next showcase showdown, the second one, you you get you know full on hooker experiences at brothels, free meals all over the world for Michelin star chefs, and possibly a new car. Always, the second one was always better. The second one was always better. And the thing about The Price of Ride is if you won that good one, if you couldn't pay the taxes off right away, then you didn't get any of that shit. You got the fucking rice my friends. And don't forget the trip to Cleveland. Oh, every once in a while they would have some really dog shit trips on there. Go to Jackpot City, Nevada. You fly into Reno, then drive four hours in the middle of nowhere, and you're, you've are you hit the jackpot. 
Oh, man. Those were the days. That's back when fucking game shows were awesome. Today's game shows suck. The lyric songs. The, the, the lyric game show with what's-his-name with Jamie Foxx. Shazam. Is that what it's called? It's called Shazam. Dumb. All you're doing is biting off fucking Jim Lang and fucking name that tune. One of the one of the premier game shows. Now, see, you know what made that game show good? See, I'm going to break this shit down for you here. Greatest game shows in the world, and I can equate this to radio. Greatest game shows in the world you could play at home. That's why they were awesome to watch. Because you could, and same with radio contests. That's why every morning show in the entire universe had a name that sound effect game. I don't care where you grew up. I don't care what radio station you did or didn't listen to. Somebody in that market, probably a very successful show, had a name that sound effect fucking game. Why? Because you could play it in the car. You could listen to it and go, oh, my God, it's a screen door. No, it's a screen door closing in Hawaii. Today is name that Hawaiian sound effect, dickhead. But but watching these games, like the Family Feud, another great one to play. Jeopardy, it's awesome to play at home. The prices, see, this is the thing that made the prices right great, is that you couldn't really play the Plinko game. You couldn't play the Yodeler fella. You couldn't play the dice or the putting game. But what you could play, you could play the showcase showdown, and you could play to get on the stage. I know that all of y'all are like me. Y'all skipped school sometimes. Y'all weren't really sick. And you were so excited, you turned on the TV and you turned on The Price is Right. Because that was daytime TV. That's when daytime TV was cool. You got to see hot chicks in the sheets with dudes. You didn't care about the storyline. You were just hoping there'd be a nipple slip during days of our lives. Never happened, though. Bastards. Only the best radio show had that Hawaiian sound effect. Uh, That was such a funny gag. I, la- I still laugh about that one. That was, that was one. On thir- we did this thing, Hawaiian Thursdays, and all it was was I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt to work. But we deemed the whole show, like every game was what's in, Don- you know, what's in so-and-so's uterus in Hawaii. God, that was such a fun thing. And we would play like Hawaiian music. That was it. It was so stupid. But it worked. And it was funny. But it, you could play, the it, and all y'all, when y'all were sitting at home, and, and people would bid on something that you've seen bid on before, a, a, a new uh, Kenmore uh, appliance, a washing machine. First person, you know, goes $1,200. Next person goes 1300 Then you got a 900 Then you got somebody who goes, uh, what's the highest bid? $1,300. $1,500. you are you are sitting at your house. You're yelling, $1, $1, $1. And that person gets a dollar, and then they end up winning it. You feel like you've won. That's why The Price is Right was so great. Back before daytime TV was just half-assed talk shows and a dozen clone judge-type shows. Yeah. Talk shows ruin daytime TV. Look, I, I, I'm going off script now. Uh, talk shows ruin daytime TV. I didn't care too much about the, the, the soap operas. Look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I watched Days of Our Lives growing up. My best friend's mom, who we I would hang out at my best friend's house during the summertime because both my parents worked, so I'd be down there most of the time. 
I'd hang out with my buddy, and my buddy, his mom watched Days of Our Lives, and he watched it, so I started watching it too. Young and the Restless, watch that one. Be good stories, J- terrible actors, just the worst actors known to mankind. But didn't care because I knew that I had Price is Right, Scrabble, Tic Tac Doe, Pressure Luck. Oh, Pressure Luck was a good one. Peter Tamarkin. God rest your soul if you're dead. We had great game shows. And then all of a sudden, the Phil Donahue started taking over. Sally Jesse, Geraldo, Oprah. And now we're replacing all these game shows with these shows. Why? Because they're cheaper to produce. That's why. It's all about money. And it ruined daytime TV. Now, now all we're stuck with is the judge shows. And look, I'll tell you right now. I fucking love Judge Judy. I think she's a total bitch, but man, oh man, she lays it down. And the, the People's Court, I watch that one too. Unless there's good cooking shit on. If there's beat Bobby Flay on, because I hate Bobby Flay, I want to see people beat him. I wish that show was meaning. But yes, the legendary Bob Barker finally passed away over the weekend. Sad to report. Now, this next story is, this, this is just hysterical. Well, it's not hysterical. This is kind of sad. Um, I don't know when this happened. Um, this happened in Atlanta. High school football coach was arrested after he was caught on camera punching a player in the stomach during the game. The coach, who's not been named, was employed by Mays High School. What, do we have a call of that game? Okay, hold on a second here. Personal file, 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. Oh, okay. Is that the official call right there? Giving him the business? And it was a coach? Did the coach have a jersey on? Is that why they said that? <laughs> you can see the kid walking off after the coach kind of gives him a, a, the business. Uh, oh, okay. Here we go. We got video of it. Here we go. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, there it was. There it was. Oh, man. He he delivers him a, 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 a quick quick little rabbit punch there. But not really rabbit punch. I mean, he, he's uh, there's no sound. So, okay, he's over on the sideline. Kid says something stupid. Boom! Hit him right in the gut. 24. 24 went down. And by the way, they were winning? They were winning the game and he hit him? Good Lord, I don't want to lose on that team. You hit a high school player? I mean, come on, if you're going to do that, you got to do it at practice. I mean, that, that, look, 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 let me tell you. Let me go ahead and say, or on the record, this is unacceptable. Coaches should not put their hands on players. Everybody get that? All the lawyers get that? Um, uh, you realize this has happened for years. I mean, I don't even want to go down the dark roads of what happened at Penn State. Pl- coaches grabbing players, punching players. True story. My freshman year, it was the only year I did not go to uh, 
South Garland. I went to Brian Adams. My parents moved real quick, and then we moved back to Garland. And uh, I'll never forget, there was a coach, the strength and conditioning coach. His name was Coach Tebow. Coach Tebow was Louisiana boy. I, he's a Cajun fella. Now, this year, there was a freshman that I didn't have any class with. I didn't know him. He wasn't in any of my classes. Uh, his name was, uh, his nickname was Hog. He made the varsity team his freshman year. Not that Brian Adams was a good team, but he made the freshman, he made it his freshman year because he was so strong. As a freshman, he could bench like 450 for reps. And he attested that to the, the help of Coach Tebow. One day at lunch, a football player was messing with a kid in the lunchroom, picking on him, pushing him around. Coach Tebow saw this. Now, Coach Tebow was a brick shithouse. He was that guy that probably hunts alligators barehanded. Like, he doesn't even take a gun. He, he, just, he just rips their brain out. That, that, that's what Coach Tebow could do. Coach Tebow. Fucking came running. Now, I'm watching this from my lunch table. He's running, and he tackles this kid through the salad bar. Salad was everywhere. Kid, no longer on the team. That's the kind of shit that happens. And it used to happen. Now, oh, it's so bad, so bad, so bad. Well, I don't know. The, the, the jury's out for me on that one. I'll just say that. But, yes, this coach probably should not have punched the kid on the sideline. Save that for the locker room. Bryce is right into Family Feud, Dawson, into Judge Judy, and finish with the Maury Show. That would be my dream daytime lineup. Then we go into the 12 o'clock news. That would be pretty good. Let's see. We have uh, Price is Right, which is an hour. Family Feud, half hour. Judge Judy, half hour. Maury Show, hour. Uh, that would equal that. That would, that would ramp it up. See... If I had to pick a talk show, see, the, the talk show I would pick would be the Morton Downey Jr. show because that show was just fucking rambunctious as shit. But uh, I, I, Maury, Maury was great for a while, but then he just got all on to the, you know, you're not the father, which is fantastic. Springer got just more stupid. I mean, it, it, you can never top the episode where the guy married a horse on Jerry Springer. And they didn't show it on a lot of channels. I used to have the videotape of it. Too bad JR wasn't there. Oh, if JR was there. Oh, oh T Bod put him through that. I laughed so hard. That was one of the funniest days of my whole fucking school career. Maybe the reason they were winning was punches like that. Could be. So, yeah, probably don't don't hit your players. Hey, Mage, Mage, I, I know you're coaching Delta. If he comes off the field and does something, do not give him a roundhouse. Because I know you know how to do that, obviously. You're one of them. I know, I'm going to hell. Sometimes I just do the show for my own racist causes there. Um... By the way, speaking of punching and hitting and grappling, I hate to say this. WWE star, could you hear my eyes roll? Ronda Rousey is ready to quit the WWE. What? 
she's going to quit? she take ugly ass Shayna Brazer with her and that dewdrop chick, that fat broad? Let's get the hotties back in the WWE like them twins that play basketball at Miami. Let's get them in there. Come on. Chop, chop. The the, the Asian gal, get rid of her because she's ugly. Rhea Ripley, y'all need to take that damn makeup off that gal. That goth look got to go. Ronda Rousey wants to quit wrestling to take one final shot at reclaiming her <laughs> reclaiming her UFC title before turning her hand to TV and movies. No, please don't do that. No, we don't want that. You were terrible in The Expendables Part 3. You're the reason why the movie sucked. And trying for a second child. Boy, her husband still fucks her. Ugh. That's some rough trade right there, man. That's some god-awful shit. So, I here's to me hoping that Ronda Rousey does go back to the UFC. Good old Glass Joe comes out of retirement to get beat up one more time. Oh. Mm, I, I'm just taking... This, to me, is like when I, when I, when I smell the fat on a ribeye come up. And it gets my to- insides intoxicated. By the way, today, new Chick-fil-A sandwich available nationwide. Pimento cheese on a Chick-fil-A. Hello, I will be getting one as soon as the show's over. She's quitting? When did she even start? Two shows a year doesn't count. No shit. Amanda Nunez retired. Now she wants to go back to the UFC. Yeah, but the chicks are just now as tough as Amanda Nunez. Ronda Rousey will get the shit beat out of her again. And I look forward to that. I look forward to her not doing her post-fight press press conference again. She didn't do one after Holly Holm knocked the fuck out of her. Amanda Nunez beat her like a rented mule, and she didn't do her press conference after that too. Why? Because she's a piece of shit. She's a sore loser. She's a crybaby. She's she's not a role model. She's not an example. You have to own up when you lose. And she never did. So fuck her. And by the way, overrated fighter to begin with. Glass Joe, I'm guessing that Nintendo reference was just for me. Well, kind of. Pimento cheese chicken sandwich, I might get fatter. Oh, Kale, believe me. Kale, Kale, I have not said good morning to you yet, my friend, and I'm sorry. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. There you go. When Brock wanted to go back to UFC, then saw new fighters and was like, nah, I'll stay with WWE. Yeah, because these new fighters have something. They have this thing called hunger and, and, and drive. And I'm not saying the old veterans don't have that, but you don't have it like you did before. And that's a big missing component. You can't, you can't go back and, look, look, I love wrestling. You know I love pro wrestling. And you have to be competitive by nature to be in it. But let's be all fair. The contests are all predetermined. But that doesn't mean these guys and gals don't go through the athleticism. They don't not get hit with steel chairs. They don't fucking fall from great heights. 
There's no there is a giant risk for injury every time they go out there. And it's a soap opera. It's a male soap opera. That's what it is. Now, the UFC world's a lot different. Now, some people will say, well, some of those fights are scripted. Well, I, I, whatever. You want to believe they're fixed, then believe they're fixed. I believe that these are two people, men or women, who are just going out there to defeat another person by their skills. That's what it is. It's combat. It's hand-to-hand combat. And you have to have a desire, and you have to have a want, and you have to have a fire in your belly to become a champion, let alone, well, win, let alone be a champion. There are a lot of people that know how to fight. There are a lot of people that know how to do all the jujitsu in the world, but if they don't have that fire in their belly, if they don't have that desire to be the best in the world, they're going to get beat. They're going to get beat every single time that they don't take that desire in there. Ronda Rousey and whoever brought up um, Brock Lesnar when he went back, they didn't have any more. Why? Because they became, and it's it, this is just the term to use, fat and lazy. They got fat with their big bank accounts because they went to the WWE. And they knew they could rely on their athleticism alone. They didn't have to have that fire in their belly. They knew if they were winning or losing. It wasn't like that Brock Lesnar came out when he was fighting Cody Rhodes and says, well, I don't know how this one's going to go. They know exactly how it's going to go. I'm fine with that. I don't know how it's going to go. That's why I'm watching. The whole reason why I watched the AEW pay-per-view was honestly to see who would go bad guy. Would it be MJF or would it be Adam Cole? And they made it, they set it up that it was going to be Adam Cole the whole time, and then he didn't, and I was just like, man, this is weak shit, dude. When Brock wanted to go back to the UFC, then saw, oh, yeah, that's right, there, Stackar said it. Hey, man, Artie, you're speaking my language today, boss. Look, it, 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 and, there, and, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with liking wrestling. There's nothing wrong with liking UFC. They're two different, combi- and the same thing goes for the NFL. Same thing happens. If you want to see it happen even more, and this is what makes Tiger Woods, in my opinion, one of the top five greatest athletes of all time. And you can say, wait a second, he's only a golfer. He's a professional athlete. When Tiger came on tour and he started to drive up the purses and things like that, what did Tiger want? Tiger wanted to win. Tiger wanted 18 majors. That's what drove Tiger. Not the money, not the acclaim, not all the women. I mean, he did have a lot of women, probably a lot of drugs too. I very much envy that. But Tiger wanted to win. Now, you look at a guy, and I'm, I'm going to use this guy because he's from the Fresno area, um, Nick Watney. And I'm going to use him because I knew his caddy. Nick Watney was a great golfer. Coming out of college, coming out of Fresno State, he was like number one ranked golfer. And he was an amazing player. Well, he made it on tour. And tour life is a lot different. And you could tell early in tour, he's really, really fucking hustling. He's really trying. And then he wins. You know the worst thing that could happen to a young pro golfer? They win. You want to know why? Because your life is set then. 
And if you're a young golfer that wins a major, you don't ever have to worry about things for another 10, 5 to 10 years. You get lucky enough to go out there with that fire and desire in your belly and you win the Masters, the U.S. Open, and you're new to the tour. You get exemptions for the next 10 years, which means it doesn't matter how good or bad you play. You're exempt. You get millions upon millions of dollars in endorsement money, money that you would have never received before. So now money you don't have to worry about. Cars, you don't have to worry about that. You got all these sponsorship deals. Never have to worry about a watch again because you win the Masters or fucking U.S. Open, you're going to get a Rolex. Your life is set. The only thing that you have to worry about is golf. And what do these guys do? They go out and they live it up. And I can't blame them. They're young. They want to live the life. They want to drive around in their Maseratis. They want to do this. They want to go to fucking exclusive clubs. They want to do all that. I don't blame them. You know who did that and still worked on his game? Eldrick Tiger Woods. That's why he's an exception. You see the same thing happen in the NBA, whatever sport you watch. When a guy wins early in his career, you can tell what kind of person he is. So there you go. Tony Khan was like, how can I make this worse? Neither goes heel. And, and they hug. I, I was not happy about that hug yesterday. I thought that was really stupid. But the Darby Allen match, that at least they saved themselves on that. Uh, let's see. Do I want to do this? No, I want to do this. One. I want to do this story. Um, <laughs> this this story is very strange. Um. And, and maybe y'all can help me with it. Because <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Hey! It's Enrico Palazzo! Batman! <laughs> Let's late start today, ass family, on my way to court over a cocksucker neighbor. Words of wisdom for today, folks. Don't be a twat waffle to your neighbor. There you go. That's a good one. Sorry you got to do that, buddy. That sucks. Okay, this happened in South Florida. Shocking. Recent Ph.D. chemistry graduate from the University of Southern Florida, Florida, Zhu Ming Lai. I would imagine that. It's X-U-M-I-N-G. That'd be Zooming. Zooming Lai. Or Lee. I, I think it's Lai. It's, it, it, it's an L-I. Mage, you know him? The MJF storyline was what he uh, did in MLW and with Cody already. Stupid. Umar, uh, he was caught injecting a chemical agent into his neighbor's doorstep. Umar Abdullah, who lives in the home, said he noticed an obnoxious smell and that he and his wife and baby started vomiting, so he planted a camera outside. I got to tell you, this is one of my favorite videos ever caught on camera. The dude walks up. Oh, 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 this is a, he walks up in his Adidas tracksuit, and he gets a syringe and he starts injecting it under the door. They got him clean on camera. There he goes. He walks away with his man purse on. Is that something they wear There's over no there? Real experts in crypto. Shut up, lady. 
Nobody wants to hear your riffraff. We want to hear about Zoo Lee Lai or Zooming Lai. He contaminated the Florida's condo with so, so much chemical agent, their baby daughter got sick. He is said to have mixed potentially lethal chemicals at a lab at the university. All because they were a little loud upstairs? Boy, that is, that is taking a little far. I've got a cocksucker to kill, but he's already been taken care of, so at least we don't have to deal with the trial, motherfucker. Yeah. His landlord, um, let's see. On May 31st, uh, they were out of state and attended a conference, and Abdullah was expecting a package. I asked a friend, who's also my neighbor, to push the package inside. At about 10.30, she called me to report me that her eyes were burning and it's a strong chemical smell in the house. She checked my stove and other appliances and left. We came to back to Tampa. We first experienced a smell, eye-burning feeling, shortness of breath, nausea, drowsiness, and extreme headache on the 15th, 21st, 25th, 26th, and 27th. My daughter developed an unusual cough. He started investigating by calling his air conditioning company who found no issues. Called a plumber. That wasn't it. His landlord even replaced the heater and had air ducts and vents cleaned out. The reason why they're making so much noise is because of you, asshole. Sniff test led to the doorway. He found a small crack in the corner. He put the camera down there and caught this motherfucker. I tell you this right now. I would be giving that dude such a fucking ass whooping. Oh, man. I, I do not care. I'm, I'm going to look at him and go, hey, man, let me know one thing. Let, let, just let me know one thing. Do you know karate? Ancient Chinese secret, huh? I was going to tell you right now. Let the rock tell you in Chinese. Uh-oh. Ding bong, ding dong, his don't go Oh, well, I'm going to be whooping that monkey ass. I'm just telling you that. And then... Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. Get out of here, pal. Mr. Lee said he lamented over losing sleep and hearing noise from the apartment above. Uh, here's an idea. Here's, here's just wackiness here. First of all, talk to your neighbor. Oh, secondly, you're not going to do that? Okay, here you go. Move. I, you, you know what? Uh, this guy right here is the epitome. The epitome of people entitled in this country. After you beat the shit out of this guy, I know a good lawyer for you to call. Hiya! Oh, sensei lawyer. Let me just let, let, look. The sense of entitlement that people have in this country blows me away. Completely blows me away. You think it's everybody else's responsibility? To make you happy? Wake up. Wake up. 
As John Wooden once said, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. If you have loud neighbors above you and your lease is coming up and you don't want to talk to them, then move. If you don't like the song Rich Men North of Richmond, don't fucking listen to it. It is not your God-given right as an American to be offended by anything. You don't have that right. If you don't like what somebody is saying, don't listen to them. But instead, you have to get your two cents in there because mommy and daddy gave you everything. And I'm mainly talking to the 20-somethings that are out there right now. I am the wrong motherfucker to come in contact with. My friends are the wrong motherfuckers to come in contact with if you have this sense of entitlement. Yesterday, went to McDonald's, getting some breakfast. We're trying to turn out of there. But some asshole decided that they were so fucking important that they had to pack, park their fucking Chevy Tahoe right there where you couldn't see the cars coming. And they missed four fucking spots on the side so they could just park right there, not have to back up. A non-parking spot. Why? Because they're so fucking entitled. I wanted to get out of the car and break their fucking windshield. But you see, I'd get in trouble for that, even though I shouldn't. Because we have so many pussies in this world that make laws to protect those people. Where's my protection? Where's my protection from stupidity? Oh, that's right. I don't have that. You know why? Because I'm not entitled. I have to deal with it. So how I choose to deal with it, I just don't fucking go into it. I don't want any part of it. Same here, Chaz, man, only my neighbor Renner is my own fucking son. He's a dirtbag old lady. They're squatting in my big home. They owe me over 15K, little bastard. Have balls to threaten me. Good Lord. Had no choice but to start eviction and sue his ass. Well, four good kids out of five. What you going to do, fucking drugs? We have people that... I, I, I'm terrified of what the workforce is going to look like in five years. I mean, to find an employee in a store, I, if I see that you're like in your 20s or something, I'm not even going to ask you where something is because you don't know. You're too fucking stupid. I'm going to find the old person there. The person there that respects the fact they're at work and they're working. Not the person that's on their cell phone. Not the person that's watching TikTok videos. Not the person whose boyfriend is there at work with them. No, I'm not going to go up to those people. You want to know why? Because they're at work, but they're not working. Do you know what happened back? Let, let, let's just play the game. Let's play not, not the stupid game. Let's play the game back in the day, shall we? Let's all get back in our old people cars, shall we? And, and hold on a second. Let's hit the time machine. Now, I want you to remember back when you were 16, 20 years old, working your summer jobs. What would happen to you if you worked at, I don't know, a grocery store or something, 
and your boyfriend stood there watching you the entire time. What would happen? I mean... My boyfriend was there. I'd wonder when I became a fag. <laughs> Wonderful answer, Ogre. Kelly, you nailed it. Uh, fired. They'd be told to leave, and if they didn't, they'd send you home for the day. Yeah. You're going home. You're not going to make any money that day. Same thing would happen if we had cell phones way back then. I am so happy we didn't have cell phones in my generation. I, I'm ecstatic we didn't have the Internet. We're talking about one Generation X, which I love being a part of Generation. We have more substance abuse problems than anybody else. Do you think that having the Internet would have helped us? Not at all. These kids, they, they're on their phones at work. You can't talk to us. And it's like, wait a second. And nobody does anything because if you fire them, mom and dad come up to work and they yell at the boss and the boss who's usually – Somebody who's beaten down by society goes, well, okay, I'll take it. I'll take that. I'll listen. Okay, they can come back to work. But they really have to work this time. And what happens? Same fucking thing. Until finally the parents get tired after five or six trips up to the store to beg for their kid's job back. So we've entitled them. We said, we are going to protect you at all costs. And by the way, what are we protecting them from? Are we protecting them from the real world? Because I think that's not doing your job as a parent. You need to expose your children to the real world. And I'm not talking about to the dark side of the real world. I'm talking about the real world that fucking, that, that feels dark because it's real. It doesn't give a shit about you. I'm so, I, look, you can say, well, that's very depressing. It's true, though. The world doesn't care about Arnie Roy states at all. There are people in the world that do, and I, and, and I appreciate that, and that's why I'm here. But the world doesn't owe me anything. The world doesn't owe anybody, but these young people think that they are owed something. A few years ago, they had a problem with uh, law school uh, graduates. You can look this up. It's true. Kids that were graduating from law school were not working in the field of law. And why? Because you had kids that were that had graduated, not kuma sum lada or whatever, come out lauda. Akuna Matata? Is that it? Is that is that how they graduate? Top of their class is Akuna Matata? Okay. Even the second place, the 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 finish in Zamunda. You were in the middle of your class. You were like the Joe Biden of your class. Well, you will not accept a job unless it has a partner's name on it. Meaning they got out of college, never tried a case, 
were offered a job by a law firm, maybe Sellers, Jones, and Mix, and they said, well, my name is Sanchez, and I want my name on the door. And if you don't put my name on the door, then I'm not coming here. And they're like, well, okay, bye. And I know that it's it's funny to say, oh, no, not less lawyers in the world. But we had less lawyers in the world because they weren't accepting those jobs because they thought they were entitled to something. Come out loud, a baby chowder. Okay, that's it. That was it. They need to get a job with the law hawk. The law hawk is the greatest lawyer known to mankind. Just today, if you have time, just go to Texas Lawyers. You'll see the hammer. You'll see Brian the Law Hawk, whatever his name is. Oh, they're fantastic. The Law Hawk. And he's yelling, riding a motorbike in the ad. But this fucking guy, spent, he threatened people's life because he was having a hard time sleeping. Hey, hey, buddy, you're a chemist. Why don't you make yourself a little fucking, I don't know, cocktail at night? Put a little, uh, what was that, Neosporin? Not Neosporin. What was the shit that, that you take for, for nighttime? Met, uh, 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 shit. I can't even think of it now. Melatonin. Melatonin. You get you some super-duper high-grade melatonin, put that in a little pill, throw it in your mouth, bam, you're asleep, good sleep, eight hours, bam. You don't hear them upstairs. I graduated Zamunda. I would try to get a job at a lawyer for McDowell's. I hear they might need a good copyright lawyer. <laughs> Hashtag coming to America. Uh, Vagisil. Oh, my God. It's so, it's so fucking stupid. Our, our world has turned so fucking crazy. I love it, though. I do love it. Let's see. Uh, what are we going to do here next? I'll do that tomorrow. I gotta save those for the end. Let's talk about these morons, shall we? This is a story of Eric Lewis from Knoxville, Maryland, and his girlfriend Jess Russell, 26, who insists that everyone should treat plants like people and encourages that people forage for food. They came out and said, my girlfriend and I spend $50 a week on groceries by eating roadkill and plants. Here's how you can save hundreds. As I look at these two morons, these two beatniks, I can tell they only spend $50 a month on food. And you get roadkill and, and, oh, man, now, now, come on, man. Instead of loading, letting roadkill rot, they use it for bone broth to feed their dogs and even turns into leather. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey. Eric, Jessica, whatever your damn name is. Um, um, real quick. You see, you, you live in America, and you don't have to live like this. You don't have to spend a whole lot of money on, on food, but you, you ain't got to go around eating fucking roadkill. 
first of all, roadkill is gross. It, it, it's just, it's dumb. Was just able to tune in. Were you excited for the Trey Lance? No. No, I was not. I still don't understand the trade, Jenny US6. He was upset. He was working for the next strain of COVID, and he came up all night with the pressure. I have to update you on our retarded player on team. So we were playing at a Christian school this weekend and went over the rules with the player, like no cursing. So this kid asked if the N-word is on the list of bad words. So his dad, did he say the N-word or did he actually say it? And when we got tired of his shit, we told him to go sit with his mom and we got yelled at for it. Seriously, she is what you were talking about. I want to be done with this window liquor. You better be careful. He's going to show up at the next practice with this shirt. When I wear my shirt, niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. I mean, maybe the kid turns into Greg Kuyper, like Ogre says. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum. What? And Arthur Bryant's barbecue. Oh, Arthur Bryant's. Yuck. No, he said the word multiple times. Oh, that's so... Oh, my God. Well, I got to tell you, you, you know what? I, I, I so is dad, you, you need you need to take a tape recorder with you because I don't know if I've ever had that pleasure of hearing one of them kind of people use that word. I, I think that would kill me. I, I think that one would do me under. I think my heart would seize if I ever got to hear a special needs kid, somebody who's on down with love, break out that word. Oh God, that would that would that would truly be fucking awesome. Probably get gravel in your teeth from the roadkill. Does armadillo taste like chicken? I've always wondered. I won't eat armadillo. Armadillo has a low body temperature and it it, it can carry the fucking leprosy strain. Is that kid a fan of Joe Murphy? Joe Murphy's longtime son. He can't play the target card. Oh my God, that's so fantastic. Oh, my God. Somebody says this guy's a speciesist. Yeah, I, I, I believe that, that you are correct. Human rights are animal rights because humans are animals. If you fight for human rights and you don't fight for animal rights, you're being a speciesist. And that's just fact of the matter. It is. It, it, it's fact of the matter. You tell Joe Murphy to get off the field. Poor Joe. That is the Joe Murphy word. We don't call it the N-word anymore. We call it the Joe Murphy word. Oh, God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to hell for the last story today. I'm just telling you right now. Um, oh, boy. We got another story here. Oh, boy. Did I put that? I put it in GM2. Okay. There we go. Oh, dear Lord. I want to see. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Oh, dear God. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. All right, once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is why I tell you, nature is not your friend. 
Christy O'Brien was in Apollo Beach, south of Tampa on Tuesday, when she waded into the water. She said she immediately felt a searing sting, although she didn't know what was causing it. It wasn't until she turned to walk out of the water that her husband, who was on shore, saw a live stingray hanging from her back. Brocky, 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 brocky. With the barb of its tail buried four inches in her skin in her right shoulder blade. Brocky, brocky. She stayed calm but felt like she was going to die. She says Steve Irwin's death by stingray instantly popped in her head. Brocky, brocky, brocky. Good Lord, stingrays hate humans. Now, now, I, you know what? I did not preface this story correctly. Cowboys girl, this would never happen to you. I implore you to go walking on the beaches of Tampa because this will not happen to you. Because nature is your friend. But yeah, this gal got stabbed by a stingray. And there she is, right on cue. I went on a seven-mile hike out in, uh, to a creek, no stingrays. Well, well, creeks usually don't have stingrays. I, I, I'm just letting you know, that, that's more of a saltwater fish. Stingray was looking to go doggy style. She got stabbed in the back. The, the stingrays are cowards. They go after your back. Brocky, brocky, brocky. Um, I guess she went to the hospital. They took it out. Um, she's going to be fine. Fuck, I ain't never going in the water again. Maybe get that tattoo touched up on your back, too. Good Lord. Jesus. Yeah. By the way, there was an awful shooting over the weekend. Um, the racial shooting. Uh, Ryan Christopher Palmater took a gun into a Dollar General in Jacksonville, Florida, killed two men and one woman in the store, predominantly in an African-American neighborhood shortly after 1 o'clock, before killing himself at the scene, lived with his parents, blah, 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 blah. I mean, this guy's full of I mean, he went into a Dollar General. I mean... That's just cold-blooded. Once again, not the gun's fault. This is a fucking sick human being. I don't know if this is going to affect Dollar General sales. Uh, No, it won't, okay, because people still need crap. You know where else stingrays aren't? My couch. Yeah, exactly. Stackar, that's exactly correct. Okay, so let's talk about banning guns just real fast. I I, I want to get this out of the way because um, it was all over Twitter. David Hogg, that little fucking piece of shit from fucking Florida, who I love the fact that Ogre outed as he's using the death of his classmates to fucking secure a life for himself. He decided to tweet out about this. Gavin Newsom decided to tweet out about this. By the way, Gavin Newsom cared less because it happened in Florida. He's probably happy that it happened there. Kamala said everything in the Dollar General are generally a dollar. <laughs> generally. So 
So let me let you know what happened. Okay. Let me let me let me cascade through this. Let me show you what the future is. If you're an anti AR fifteen person, okay. Anti AR fifteen person. We get rid of them. We make them illegal. We go to people's houses and we take the guns away. I know it doesn't sound American, but we aren't American anymore. So we take them all away. Now, here's the weird thing. This is going to stray. This is going to. Uh, I hate to use this phrase. Blow you away. These people who are unhinged, who are crazy. You ready? Ready? They'll find another gun. I I I I I know. I know. I know. You see, they'll find another gun that does as much damage as the dreaded and horrible AR-15. So when they find that gun, and 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 I'm not a gun person. I, I, I'm not going to call you people gun nuts. I will call you you people. But, but you're enthusiastic about guns. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's a fine part of our country. I, I believe in the Second Amendment. I don't own guns because, honestly, I don't trust myself with guns. I just don't. In the words of Judge Mills Lane, I'll allow it. Or a sword, or a knife, or maybe use an axe, or I don't know, rent a truck from uh, Home Depot and and run down people on the streets of New York City. New York City! Not appropriate. Ask India. I've seen them fight with pitchforks and sticks. I bought a crossbow from Amazon, shipped direct to my door. Well, here's the thing. Here's here's what I'm going to get at. My son. Uh, so my son Delta's initials are A R P. On his football jersey, it says AR, and his number is 15. God bless you. That is fantastic. I tell you what, man. Those first two initials are pretty fucking solid. An A and an R? Hey, he shares them with me. Criminals in California illegally obtain dirty guns on a weekly basis. Hey, college Station, College Station. We aren't going to go there. We're going to get rid of all the AR-15s. We're not going to talk about dirty guns. We're just going to talk about legal guns. So when, 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 when in the world of broadcasting, wine racks and water are deadlier than guns, you got that right. Um, I hear spears are all the rage now. Only in San Antonio. Woman had a, a spear uh, go through her windshield, almost kill her. So San Antonio is known as... Spear Chucker Alley. It's going to be a tough one. So, when the bad guys, these crazy people like this shithead, when they can't go to the gun store and get an AR-15, then they get something else. They'll get something equal, if not better. And you know what they'll do? They're going to go into stores. They're going to go into schools. Why? Because these people... Don't realize it's against the law because if you haven't if you haven't paid any attention, murder is still against the law, and it has been since. Oh, that's right, the dawn of time. And yet, people still murder. So, do we then then go after that popular gun? 
Hmm? Do we go after that popular gun? And when we do, and we get rid of it, just like we did the dreaded AR-15, and we get rid of that, then they find yet another gun. Do you see what this is? This is what we like to call the slippery slope. Once you go down that slippery slope, there's no coming back. Air rifles are not covered in gun laws and now make up to 50 cal. Anarchist cookbook. Look, look, no matter what, these people are going to do that. Did we ban trucks after the guy killed people? Have we banned box cutters? Anybody? Anybody? Because let's remember what, what started. It wasn't the plane. They, they took over the planes by using box cutters. I believe, what, like 4,000 people were killed that day alone at the hand of box cutters? Well, why are we outlawing them? Two ARs in my room now. People don't understand. They are semi-automatics that fight two two threes, not five five six or seven six twos. That left is retarded. I look, uh, Rhino. I get it. Look, th- this is the whole thing. This is the thing. I get it. You don't have to defend the AR fifteen to me. You don't have to defend any gun to me. Because I know what's on the wall here. Do you know that in the 70s and 80s, there was, a, there was a, a, a play to ban handguns? They wanted to ban handguns. Now, it never got very far. It never got as far as this AR-15 is, but we didn't have a 24-hour news cycle back then either. By the way, this was the same time that Time Magazine predicted the world would freeze again because of the dreaded climate change. That's right, in the 70s. Rent truck, fertilizer, and some diesel fuel will level a building. We haven't outlawed any of those things yet, have we? How about the first murder in the Bible? Why can we still have rocks? There you go. Look, look. See, you guys are you, you guys get it. This is why you listen to this show. Because you listen to a guy who gets it with you. That is as frustrated as you are. Y'all have real jobs, though. Y'all are the reason why this country goes around. I'm just here to entertain you. And when I speak your language, I know that's entertaining. TSA agent almost took my kids a miniature metal Harry Potter wand. It was not pointed, and the idiot was trying to stab his hand with it. There's zero tolerance. This is just stupid. This is just dumb once again. It's horrible. And once again, it brings into talk, uh, we talked about earlier, these state-run nursing facilities or state-run crazy houses. I do believe we need them. I believe it would help. It would help society. I don't know if it's going to help the people because they're probably going to be on fucking hard ass narcotics, and I'll probably end up in one of these places. But at least I ain't on the streets. That's all I got to say. Uh, all right. Before our our last story, we have to take a quick trip, and uh, we got to go here. Uh, uh, where is he? Stink Fist, I hope you're still here. Uh, this song's just for you. Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee shit. Ain't no people are places worth seeing there. It's just a real pit. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top, she was a real mean bitch. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. 
it. Yes, sir. Rocket up. You'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocket Top. Rocket Top Tennessee. Rocket Top Tennessee. Rocket Top Tennessee. Rocket Top Tennessee. Yeah. Arnie, I sent you a golden video on Instagram, protesters on the road to Burning Man. I saw the story. Uh, I, I'll probably get to that tomorrow, Triple T, uh, because we're running late now, and i got to get to these two stories. A Tennessee high school teacher. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, that's right. 10th grade geometry teacher, Casey McGrath, 28, was suspended with pay. From her job at Chattanooga Central High, while authorities investigate inappropriate physical contact with a student that didn't result in harm, but was of a sexual nature. Oh, now, now, let me tell you now, Miss McGrath here. Miss McGrath, not 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 half shabby. At least she's not fat and old like that 75-year-old teacher from a couple months ago. Um, let's see. Uh, she had, oh, oh, she engaged in sexual penetration with a person, a 13A, but not 18. Meaning at least 10 years older than the victim. Which, by the way, isn't a crime in California. teacher had also worked at a middle school, was elected by Central Students as Teacher of the Month. Well, I wonder why. Hey, let's get Miss McGrath Teacher of the Month, and she said she'd suck my dick. With pay, does that make her a prostitute? That's a great question. I think the controversy here is that there's a high school in Tennessee. Every school year, she hoped her students would believe in their own capability to do math. Oh, she is all about multiplication. She volunteered as assistant volleyball coach with the school. Student paper said that she was a very kind teacher who took her time and made sure that the young man understood what he was being taught during a difficult time for everyone. She's a very involved teacher. I can tell she respected her students. She respects the cock. That's what she respects. Tennessee, does she have teeth? Barely. Barely. I, you know what? I got to say, um, I do enjoy this revolt that they're doing slightly against teachers. The, the media, watch this. See, th- this is where I come in to help you guys watch and navigate stuff. Teachers' unions have gotten big and very, very powerful over the last 20 years. And some of these teachers' unions have gotten a little big for their britches, if you will. And it used to be stories like this, because this story, I started the show almost, what, seven years ago? Six Six years ago, I started the show. 
And for the first year, we had story after story after story about these hot teachers having sex with their students. I, I, I think for the first year, most shows we had a teacher sex story, hence the, the theme music. Now it's a little bit it's a little bit more covered up, but they're starting to get out there a little bit more. I mean, the teacher last week, first day of school in Oklahoma, shocking, that she's boozed up in her classroom. She's down in fucking wine. She's got a box of wine in her car, and she's out there fucking hitting it up. They're going after teachers. The media is not going to protect the teachers. And I and and is that because the government told them not to? I don't know, but it's it's fun to watch. Did she make the Nuga shirt with the eyes? That's the controversy. I mean, it is Tennessee. Oh, the Nuga shirt with the eyes is still the greatest shirt ever. That that one just still makes me laugh. How could Mayor Kane allow this to happen? I know, right? Well, he's I is he in Chattanooga? Is he the Chattanooga mayor? He might be. Is that where the World Fair was? Because that's where he is. It's great since teaching has become the bastion of liberalism in their ideology. Amen to that. All right, last story of the day, and get ready, it, because when you laugh at this, you're going to go to hell with me. I love that we have oh, – he's Knoxville's man. Okay. I love that we have to have terms for everybody. This story is uh, about Shane and Hannah Burkaw from Minnesota. Yeah, you know. And they wanted to talk to this interabled couple. You ask, Arnie, what's an interabled couple? Well, I'm, I'm glad you, uh, you asked. Um, an interabled couple is a disabled man and his able-bodied wife Open uh, open up about their sex life in candid details. Oh, I'm game. I'm down for this freak on a leash. The pair have long been documenting the dynamics of their romance after coming under scrutiny when Hannah started dating Shane who was born with spinal muscular atrophy, SMA, a neuromuscular disease that causes muscles to deteriorate over time, and he's been in an electric wheelchair since he was two years old. Now, i got to ask, because I, I just don't know. <laughs> Pardon me. Because it's not in me. It's not in me. Maybe maybe somebody out there who's better than me. How do you look at this fella? And, and, and God bless him. You know, hey, sorry that you were born, you know, on the fucked up side. Sorry about that, bud. I'm looking at him, and he looks like he probably weighs, well, his head weighs at least 12 pounds. The rest of his body probably weighs another, I don't know, 22. And he's, he, he's stuck in his wheelchair. When you're a gal and you see a guy like that, you're like, oh, yeah, he's the one. I, I don't understand how that works. 
Now, Shane, he's the, the man explained, even though that he can barely move his hands, arms, and legs, he has normal sexual function, meaning that his wiener works. Hannah first reached out to the writer and speaker seven years ago after watching a documentary. In an email, she complimented on his sense of humor and his writing before admitting that she thought he was very cute. They got to know each other through FaceTime calls, texted, and he eventually fell in love. Shanahan launched their YouTube channel to better educate people. Uh-oh, here we go. We got video here? Okay, I'm going to cut here. Oh, yeah. To burn into my mind. Okay. And now Shane's laughing. We're cutting back in. The chapter that I just described to him, that actually I think was cut from your book at my request. <laughs> Thank God. It was vivid. It was pretty It was way. so, it is exactly what we were saying before where Shane has no filter and I... That's it. I, and you know what? And everyone else, so. everyone else who... Oh, they're doing butt sex. I'm calling it right now. The part they edited out, she is an anal chick. I mean, look, look, look here. Oh, God damn it. I'm going to play this. <laughs> Bring my- she had posters of Stephen Hawking's, Hawking's on her wall just because of his brain. She got him in a pool? Uh, what's she doing with him in a pool? Is she a lifeguard? She's a Clooney? No, no. I, I, I think that they just do butt stuff, and I, th- I, I, I think they cut that out. Is that them having a... She ain't fixing to have no baby, is she? All right, here we go. Private parts. Can he get hard naturally? Too much? LOL. Not too, too much. much. This is the one yeah. I Googled. Oh, it's not too much. You're yelling for it. Well, this is the one I Googled because I was like, oh, maybe that is too much. Like, can you find this information online? Yeah. Then I looked, and no, no. you literally can't find this information online. Do you want to answer it? You're the expert. Yes. <laughs> to both of those questions. Yes, to both. Yep. I think a lot of people I don't believe think it. Let's see like it. a muscle-wasting disease, that it is different, but it, it is not. I, 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 I don't believe you. Pictures or didn't happen. They've begun the process of vitro fertilization. Why was she afraid of like the the wheelchair coming out hurting her? That one was too far. That one was too far. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I apologize. That was too far. If he's floating in a pool, does she call him Bob? If he's at the front door, does she call him Matt? If he's in the garden, is his name Bud? So that's what happened to that mutant kid from St. Jude Hospital commercial. Oh, God, that kid creeps me out. Why would you bring that kid up, Ogre? That kid creeps me out with his weird speech impediment. Now he's driving. I've seen the update. Ask family, that is going to do it for him. When he comes, does he yell, Timmy? Jesus Christ. Oh, I guess I didn't go too far. I guess I left that one up to Stackar. Congratulations, Stackar. You went too far. Uh, that is going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time. Same Arnie channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. If he's in a pile of leaves, do they call him Russell? Oh, dear God. Coming up. Come out looking like wheelchair demon in doom. Make an OnlyFans page. Someone has a kink for it. Dear God. Until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day. And adios, everybody. Uh
by morning Up from San Antonio Everything that I got Is just what I've got on When that sun is high in that Texas sky I'll be bucking at the county fair Amarillo by morning Amarillo I'll be there They took my saddle in Houston Broke my leg in Santa Fe Lost my wife and a girlfriend Somewhere along the way But I'll be looking for eight When they pull that gate And I hope that judge ain't blind Amarillo by morning Amarillo's on my mind to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.